That's fine. That's still funny. That's still a funny thing, right? I think that so. is still really funny. I think I still think it's funny. I do. Anyway, welcome. Speaking lie. of funny, welcome to Row One, Seat One, Joey Fats Radio. I am your host, Joey Fats. With me, as always, Pizzy and Mister Bettencourt. Thank you for joining me. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Boy, 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 do we have a lot to talk about. Just when you thought the divisional round of the playoffs. Was gonna just that was it. That was the coup de grace. That was the peak of the peak. Wasn't gonna get any better than that. There was nothing else that we were gonna be able to talk about. How could we possibly top that weekend? And uh championship weekend rolls around and says, Hold my beer, bitch. Hold up. I got something for your ass. He said, Let me show your ass something. Yeah, I thought it was a good weekend. Oh yeah. yeah. It started really weird. It started pretty awkward. And then ended kind of how we all thought it was going to end um, with the Tom Brady news, which was a incredibly interesting roller coaster wave of emotions. Starting from Saturday. From Saturday. Saturday. Was it Saturday, it was the first Saturday day? morning was when it broke. Schefter because and because it was like, oh, how can Tom Brady steal the thunder from Championship Weekend even though he's not playing on it? I know, dude. Not we'll even leak my retirement. Not even Championship Weekend. He just totally fucks over Big Ben, who's, also, yes. whose announcement was like eight hours old, and he's like, <laughs> "I am also retiring. I'm gonna retire one better." Yeah. <laughs> and he pulled like a shack on him, and everyone Fucking was like, bitch. "The hell with Big Ben? Brady, he's a rapist." <laughs> Brady Brady's the type of dude to propose to his girlfriend at somebody else's wedding during the the vows. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That's that's what Brady did to Big Ben on uh, on uh, on Saturday, which was. Hilarious. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the fallout from Brady, his announcement, the salt, just the the incredible. I mean, there is like the Dead Sea doesn't have as much salt as New England did today for all the wrong reasons, too. But again, just goes to prove, we went wild. It goes to proving my point that Patriot fans are the biggest, whiniest, crybaby bullshit fans on the face of the earth. This was like Crips versus Bloods today. This was bad. This is ugly. If you're a Patriots fan and you're. You know, and you're upset about this, then, and you know what we're talking about. This is, we'll get to it in a second, but mm. you're just, dude, seriously, get, grow, like, grow up. Grow up. Grow up and think forwardly. Yeah. Just think outside the box for two seconds. Stop being a goldfish for half a second. Oh, wait, you can't. Uh, <laughs> so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about championship weekend. Joey Burr gets it done in Kansas City. <laughs> I was this close to nailing it last week. You took the Chiefs, didn't you? No. I took Bengals. And oh, I took right. 49ers. Oh, that's right. You went Bengals, Niners. I went Rams, Chiefs. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's we, what I we did. Flippity, I did Rams, Chiefs. We flippity floopity. Should have no, went with I the was, hot. I was saying, I was like, those, the, 
I said Bungles. The Bungles are the team bungles. right now. The Bungles. I mean. The Bungles no more, ladies and gentlemen. The Bungles no more. Joey Burr. Oh, is got ice in his veins, and he took him back down from 18 in Arrowhead, the home of the Quiffs. And Patty Mahomes did what Patty Mahomes does. Goes 500 in AFC Championship games. So this has been outstanding. It's been an outstanding week for me uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, we'll get into the coaching carousel, uh, which is two of the four reasons why this week was outstanding for me. We'll get into the NFC Championship with Matthew Stafford getting his due and Jimmy, oh no, Garoppolo. <laughs> Bro. Doing what Jimmy, oh no, Garoppolo does. I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to defend Jimmy Garoppolo at some point here tonight. Um, oh, as four. minute as it may be, but I, I will defend him at one point. Uh, let's start it right off with the Tom Brady stuff, guys. Uh, first of all, let me let, let our listeners know. Uh, if you want to call in, 774-992-8702 is the phone number. You can call us, give us your thoughts and feelings on everything and anything we just mentioned. And if we forgot anything and then is bothering you, by all means, uh, give us shout us a holler down. Uh, and also, if you want to listen to this live broadcast uh, anywhere other than Facebook Live, you can go over to www.mixler, M-I-X-L-R, dot com backslash joey dash fats and you can get the live audio only stream of this podcast so you can grab it there and then it'll be up on spotify apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your streaming services uh podcasts from your streaming services uh usually within an hour or two after the show so it's usually up there be up by tomorrow morning for sure so if you if you miss it tonight you'll have it for your morning commute in the morning which i know will be better than our morning commute was saturday morning on the way home it was ass it was a goddamn fucking whiteout. I don't know how you guys drove home in that. It yeah. was awesome. That was about the only. You know how we drove home in it? Yes. Very aggressively, very fast, and very uncertainly. <laughs> Splitting cars. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were going three wide with cars. It was just like we were those dudes. We were like, nope, just came off a sixteen-hour shift. I'm not trying to get stuck on the highway. So, uh, yep. Pew. And <laughs> we pewed all the way home. It was fucking fun. It was fun as hell. You know, when you're sitting there and you can't see more than. 50 to 75 feet out in front of you no, you're like even do 20, and you're just 30. you're just driving down the highway just going faith in christ oh, yeah. faith in christ Bad you, times. Just, you just don't you're just praying to god you don't see like a plow stopped in front of you for no reason while you're doing 65 knowing you have no chance of fucking missing it was like, there anybody else on the highway well, with you guys uh, a couple nah, people there was a few we saw a couple we saw a couple of people parked like off in the median super essential workers kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. No, no probably not no just a woman Just going to the idiots. bank. Yeah, I need the bread and milk. Ah, oh, you know what I mean? Kind of. I didn't know minute. it was going to make for snow yeah. like these. All right, they we caught up to a couple English. convoys, it's but it wasn't time. too bad. Well, I'm just assuming they're Portuguese because they're from around here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Hi, Zuzu. I know make for no snow. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what accent you just made, and you're like, I was assuming they were Portuguese. <laughs> it's like I didn't know the accent you were trying to go for. Yeah. Fall River, New Bedford. Con. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. you're coming from a different area. I didn't know they were like all the way. I just assume everybody south of, like, Boston is inherently Portuguese. Yeah, most of them, anyway. No, not the predominantly Irish territory. Just not, like, I Portuguese. mean, like, the further northeast you get, like, you know, you're like, okay, as you range out of Fall River, New Bedford, but, like, Taun, you're like, yeah, still a lot of Portuguese. Then you start getting into, like, more Cape Verdes, which kind of, like, same idea. 
Or, no, it's no, not. not Verde. I'm sorry, uh, Azorians. You know, oh, okay. Because the Azorians. Like, Wait a minute. Because you know, don't tell an Azorian they're Portuguese. By the way, no, I, you I, don't. No, they're they're Azorian. They're not Portuguese. Yeah. They're no, no. I'm Azorian. Yeah, but the Azores are a part of Portugal. Right, ah! wait, wait a minute. We're squirreling here. This is supposed to be about Tom Brady. Yes, I know, so, right? Here anyway. we about Portugal. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> well, nothing. Saturday. <laughs> so Saturday morning, the news breaks that per Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter, the Together. tried, the true, the undeniable greatness that is Adam Schefter in terms of breaking news, come out with a report that Tom Brady... Is going to be announcing is is going to be uh, announcing his retirement? No, no, he said it like Tom Brady's retiring. Period. Yes, but, well, well, they said he would be announcing it any day. And they yeah. we and then we speculated. Well, will it be Monday night on his Let's Go podcast, or will there be a you know twenty? Will it be the last episode of the Man in the Arena? Ooh, smart. Could have been that. It's all marketing. Yeah, it is. And then of course Tom Brady denies. And just, I haven't told anybody shit. And it's like, well, listen, bro. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you know Adam Schefter, but he usually doesn't get these wrong. And then when ESPN <laughs> doubled down on it, and they were like, "No, we stand by our reporters mm-hmm. and our report." And we're like, "Oh, baby, someone's getting fired, <laughs> dude." They they were like. If he plays this season, your ass is gone. <laughs> and they're not looking at Schefter. They're looking at the guy behind Schefter. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. random, like, intern. It's just like the random kid holding, like, the little, like, click thing. Like, the little, you know, the little marker tape oh, thing. Like, the, guy, the little the guy, clapboard. The guy, that's, the guy that's writing the, um, the scroll. The ticker. Yeah, there we go. That's <laughs> that guy. They're going to fire him. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's like, he's like that kid that could fire the intern that could, uh, that put up the, uh, on the Giants Monday Night Football game. He just, like, he puts a, instead, he's just, like, the same kid. He's, like, Adam Schefter sucking mad dicks. Like, <laughs> and you're like, he's, like, I ain't getting fired for this without getting fired for a reason. Fuck you. Yeah, right. Dude, what about Adam Schefter tearing his ACL doing the giddy? Dude, wild. I mean, what an athlete. What an <laughs> Three athlete. Three weeks ago. What an athlete. Uh, Did you see that? No. <laughs> I'll show you later. So, he was doing the stupid giddy dance that, like, Justin Jefferson does and yeah. he tore his ACL. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, yeah, just just hang it up at that point, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's amazing. Just, just, like that's it. That's a career ender. Not because you can't come back from a torn ACL, because the embarrassment alone is enough to just nuke you. Yeah, everyone was like, "Man, you're five foot three. Like, how did you tear your ACL that low to the ground?" Right? Like, what what did you what did you put on? What, how much force did you put on that? All of like the hundred twelve oh pounds of body weight you have. <laughs> He's old. <laughs> like, He's getting real old. It's so like my 14-year-old niece weighs more than you, you loser. Hit so, the gym. So, Just kidding. Uh, I love you, Adam Schefter. You're the man. So, Schefter is the man. He comes out with that. Internet goes wild. Everyone's like, everyone's posting memes of like the Fast and the Furious thing where the cars are splitting, and it's like the NFL's going right, and Tom Brady's driving left. There's one of like Harambe driving with Tom Brady. There's like everything you could possibly <laughs> think of is happening. The internet is going as the internet is expected to go. NFL teams are tweeting like, like, like looking at like the sweating memes of like people like is he really gone like my favorite one was the Jets this better be real yeah yes I saw that this one. better be real but like, seriously congrats on a great great you know great career blah yeah. blah blah but yeah it was uh the meme game was strong no, on this the best was the Colts the Colts posted a whole SpongeBob video where they're Squidward and they put Tom Brady's face over SpongeBob and he's like oh I'm gonna miss you so much SpongeBob and he goes inside of house and starts partying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Colts got the Colts. Every once in a while, will get something right. Yeah, you know, and uh, I mean, 
one out of 28 bad, I guess. Yeah. You know? At least they're not putting up any banners like, play Tom Brady in X amount of playoff games Dude, with they, like a losing hey, record underneath yeah. it. There's still time. We have some Colts news, too. Uh, Andrew Andrew Luck, they like hoist up like a thing. Andrew Luck, like, went defeated against Tom Brady, Brady in the yeah, NFL no, playoffs. Yeah, because he did. I'm sure you heard the Colts news. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Because it's been a crazy weekend. Yeah. Uh, the Colts reached out to Andrew Luck to see if he has interest in coming back. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did they not see he looks like a skeleton yeah. recently? He's, he looked like... He looked terrible. He looked like an MIT grad, and, for sure. And and think of it this way. you got to put on... Not in a good way. Miles. He looked like Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas, and yeah. they asked him to come back instead of having Carson Wentz come back. I know, right? That's bad. They're like, we'd rather have a homeless person come yeah, back. Yeah, we'd rather have a we'd rather have a hundred and eighty pound Andrew Locke who's supposed to be two forty. Hundred and eighty. Well, now that Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the Raiders, obviously his first order of business is going to be to jettison their current you know incumbent quarterback. We'll get to so, that, right, right. but we'll get to that in a minute. I I feel if Durant is listening, Durant, listen. I feel sorry for you, my friend. I've been on this show for years since even since the Falcons comeback game, saying. I need this motherfucker gone. <laughs> and then Joey would talk me off a ledge, and I was like, he's going to be the next coach, and I'm going to kill myself. And Joey's like, nah, maybe he'll be better. And I'm like, no, he's shit. He's so bad. All his mistakes were covered by Brady. That's right, everything. Right. And then and then he's gone, and I'm like, I'm waiting for it, too. I waited all weekend, and I was like. For the ha-ha, just kidding. Yes, because yeah, he pulled that with, with the Colts. He's like, yeah, yeah. Right. he's like, you know what? I ain't coming. He yeah. pulled the old, like, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street routine and just said, I'm not coming. And then when I finally saw him in, like, that super tight, like, button-up shirt that was too tight for him. Neck, yeah. I oh, did. my God. That was not his size at all. And he's at the press conference, and he's with bowl haircut himself. And I'm like, it's happening. He's gone. Yeah. I'm like, it's over. And then I realized, I'm like, this man fucked himself because he goes to the Raiders which makes no sense for what he's been saying. I'm going on a rant right now. Okay, yeah, let's let's go. Oh, put a pin in that. Let's get to that mm, in a minute. Okay, let's get to that. Let's bring All it right. back to Brady. Let's get. Let's stick with the Brady. Squirreling a lot. Sorry. Yeah, we we've, we've gone down a few squirrel holes already. We're only 23 minutes in. Not even so. <laughs> Damn 20 it. minutes. We've already gone down three. We went from Azorians, Portuguese, Cape Verdeans, Brady. Brady, several times. So, Big Daniel. So, we're all over the place right now. So, let's keep it on Brady. So, yeah. Uh, so the news comes out that Brady's retired. Obviously, the NFL, the memes were spectacular. But then Brady obviously throws a wrench into everything and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said I was retiring? And well, and, I, and as soon as he was like, I never said I was retiring, I was like, nice. He's, he's going to do this now, isn't he? Right. Like, we all knew. I, I said it back in August that I had, and I said it on this show, I had a sneaking suspicion that this was Tom Brady's final year in the NFL. Yeah, you said that back in August. Win, lose, or draw. I had a feeling this was going to be his final year because the way the contracts were set up in Tampa and Sean dissected that quite nicely for us uh in in the past and the way that the contracts were set up oh, sorry, am i boring you sorry uh, yeah <laughs> Jesus, uh, yeah you are no, no. so uh I, the way that the uh the way the contracts are set up the way everything was it looked like this was like all right let's run it back one more time and then we'll see where the chips fall and it felt like this was going to be brady's last hurrah now obviously he was never going to say that because he said i'll quit playing when i suck and mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to play till I'm 45. And then it was, I might play past 45 and so on and so forth. So Brady obviously comes out and denies it or, or doesn't deny it, but doesn't give like, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said this, which sends everyone into a tailspin. Now you've got all the Tom Brady sycophants and fanboys just sitting there like slobbing his knob. Oh, he's going to come back and he's going to play five more years 
just out of spite. And he's going to set all the records and win four more Super Bowls. And just because he's going to, because he's so pissed off. And then he's going to show everybody. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. He's retiring. Like, he's, he's done. Adam Schefter doesn't get these wrong. No. Very ever. rarely, if ever, does Adam Schefter miss on a story, especially one of this magnitude. Absolutely. So this was an absolute no-brainer. I knew it was happening. I suspected it was going to happen months ago. Adam Schefter says it's going to happen. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense that this would happen. Now, the Bucks are not going to be a great team next year. They're going to lose a bunch of people in free agency. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of cap room. They don't have a ton of draft capital. I mean, they're not, like, hurting, but... They're not anywhere like, you know, you're drafting at the bottom of the first round at this point. There's not like a ton of impact stuff that's going to happen. Yeah, it makes sense that that Brady would say, you know what? I didn't want to stick around for a rebuild in New England. I'm certainly not going to stick around for one in Tampa. Mm -hmm. There's also rumors that Bruce Arians might be out the door. He's a fat piece of shit. You know, especially totally rebuild. At the very least, this is probably his last year in Tampa. So... There's a lot going on there if you're a Brady fan. If, if you're a Brady, you know, you get a lot to, a lot to weigh. And then, of course, you have the the wife aspect of it. Where if you've noticed over the last couple of years, she, you know, she goes, Oh, Tom, I do not want to see you get the heat. I didn't know she was married to Borat. Oh, whatever. I don't, I don't know how to do whatever her accent is, but it sounds like the... Oh, she goes, uh, Gronk, are you okay, baby? She's I an love old you. Italian woman. <laughs> yeah, that's what she is. Gronk, bibbity boo. Gronk, bibbity boopity boopity. You get hit in your poopity. What the hell happened to you, buddy? And then. <laughs> Some amazing impressions tonight. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of these probably tonight. This is, I, think, I feel like this is one of those shows where this is going to be. It just, might go off the rails with yeah, impressions. Might, Wait till I get to the McDaniel stuff. We might lose this, right. And so, Belichick. <laughs> where Belichick just sounds like Shaq for no reason all of a sudden. Hey, bitch. George, no, well, don't do it. Josh McDaniels took the Raiders' job. He's a bitch. <laughs> Suck these nuts. Suck these nuts. <laughs> All right, I don't give it yet. No, nope, I, I have my own brains my, for those. I would have my dog Nike call the offensive plays. Be better than that bitch McDaniels. Probably would. I mean, I know you would love that. But so, what was your so your thoughts before we dive into the uh, into the fan reaction uh, of today's actual time? Because so we had this whole weekend of speculation where it's like, oh, maybe he's, maybe he's not retired. Maybe maybe he's coming back. And you had people holding out hope, nope. hoping against hope. And they're like, well, it ain't over yet. And I'm like, bro, yeah, he's done. Yeah. I'm like, if anything, he's holding out till February 4th when $15 million of his $20 million signing bonus becomes due to him. And then he can retire after that. But even still... That would have been fun. There's provisions in language. Him, there's provisions in the yeah. la- in language in the Taking contract for the Bucks. Wouldn't have to pay him that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they could grow, recoup some of it. They're probably just going to pay it to him anyway at this point. Maybe. Yeah. It's not going to count against the cap, so... But um, I- I've seen all this before. As soon as Brady posted a picture of the stadium, and he was just like, I want to thank everybody. I'm like, he gone. Immediately I knew it. From that one picture he posted like on Thursday or Friday, and then you heard the whispers of like, oh, Giselle's really talking to him about like... We'd really like you to be more of a father. And I'm like, oh, he is definitely gone. Mm-hmm. And then, if anything, Giselle probably texted Adam Schefter, my husband cannot play the game and watch his kids at the same time. <laughs> so, my husband cannot but, play the game and throw the football and the kiss of my son in the mouth at the same exact time. Uh, what the uh, What the make of wrong with you? <laughs> I make a bolognese and but my listen, husband is not home to enjoy. I, she definitely does not make bolognese. Um, there is... I don't know why no she's way. Italian. She's not, she's I, she's not Italian. Italian. She's Brazilian. Yeah, I know. Again, Portuguese, going yeah. back. 
See, if we were comedians, just bringing it all back, that's, that's perfect <laughs> yeah, right there. Um, so I'm totally fine with this. If we were comedians, oh, partially. So bringing this all back to the original story, I was like, oh, he's done. Like I know, like unequivocally, he's done. Like there's no way he's coming back from this. He did what I always wanted him to do: go out on a high note. He didn't win the big one. He should have done it last year. Like I said, you should have won. You went with the new team. You won it all in the first year. Just leave. He has a very good year statistically. Then he leaves. Okay. You didn't One of win his it best all. years statistically. I think. Think actually the think second it's top best. Two. Think the second best year statistically. Only to 07. Yeah. Yeah. So again, great job. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> glad. Barely broke 40. I'm glad. I'm bitch. glad. I'm glad he's gone. Glad. So I can finally like root for him again because this whole season I've been like I hope they fucking lose every game. But can you root yeah. for him, Sean? Because. He really, really, really we're, snubbed, snubbed no, you guys. No, we're on Saturday still. <laughs> so, and then, oh, sorry, the timeline hasn't accelerated and yet. Then I'm going <laughs> to accelerate the timeline. I'm going to go forward. So we skip over Sunday, obviously, where the games happen and blah, 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 blah. We come to Monday. Nothing happens today, Tuesday. Everything's been happening on Tuesday lately. Tom Brady writes this seven-page soliloquy on Instagram notes and or Instagram posts or whatever it is, and the whole thing is Buck-related. Now, my first reaction to it was, well, that's weird. Like, my gut reaction was, like, not a single thing to the Patriots. I'm like, that's really weird. And then after about six minutes, I'm like, oh, it's because he's definitely going to do something else because either A, marketing material, B, uh, he's going to sign a one-day contract or, or C, he's going to make one of those, like, crazy videos that he does and, like, post it out there. Or he's just going to come back in person and have, like, a press conference like Peyton Manning did, which I love. That was, like, an 18-minute press conference. He cr- Peyton Manning crushed that press conference. That was like the best goodbye you could ever get. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. even he thanked Patriots fans for hating him, which I thought was fucking amazing. <laughs> like that was like part of the best. Like and he was just like ribbed himself. And I hope Brady's is even remotely close to it, that. I can't imagine it's going to be something small. He's no, something. yeah, he's going to do something big. So that so it, it did not bother me. Whatever. Yeah, just give him some time, Patriots fans. And then like, to, fucking simmer down. Okay. Today, Joey's texting me earlier today, and Joey's like, "Oh, you know, you seeing all this crazy salt that's happening right now?" And I'm like, "No." And I and I go and look at it, and I'm like, "Everything's like on fire." People are like, "He didn't say nothing about my mother," <laughs> and it was just like. Like, it was, like, people were, like, shocked that he didn't, like, say thank you or, like, mention anything about Patriots fans or Belichick or Kraft. And people were taking this, like, he had come to their house, shit on their doorstep, <laughs> and then left without even leaving a note Slapped that it was him. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, I, again, I, I think in literally a few days, a week, a month, whatever time frame it takes, there will be some big grand gesture, him coming back, them retiring his number, blah, 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 right, blah. Right. If you don't think Brady's number is getting retired or his jersey's getting retired, oh, yeah, I don't believe in that. But for him with the Patriots, it, it's 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 a sure thing. Yeah, they're going to retire shit. Yeah, and that's the only one I care about. Did I the Colts retire Andrew Luck's number? No. No. I mean, they just they throw random shit up in the rafters. So I, I know, know, right? That was the thing. Thanks so I, to I, this I just, guy who played for us for five years. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> you didn't um, do much. But. You didn't do much, but damn, that comeback against the Chiefs was really fucking cool. Sick, bro. Really fucking cool. As you guys are not Patriots fans, this how, how did you take it? This is like hilarious. It's been fucking hilarious to me because, it, like you said, people were acting on social. My my folder that I have on my phone that I say that I, I have called dumb shit football takes got like, 20 screenshots bigger in a matter of like 30 minutes today. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, amazing how many people were coming out acting like Brady, A, owed them something, mm-hmm. and B, like he didn't thank them a year ago or a year and a half ago, whatever it was, when he left to go to the Bucks. These people are out here acting like Tom Brady, 
he didn't say nothing about the Patriots, their fans, nothing. And I'm like, so what? Like you're you're so you're begging for acknowledgement from a 44 year old athlete who doesn't even know you exist. I first paid, of all, I paid three twenty nine ninety nine for your jersey. Cringy. Yeah. And then on top of that, bro, Tom Brady was the ultimate and the best way I heard it put was the ultimate like dad. I I'm gonna go out. I'm running out to grab a pack of cigs. I'll be back. I just <laughs> never came back. Like he totally did that. I saw a couple of people make that analogy today. It was hilarious because it was yeah, true. Was he definitely dicked over the Patriots. He was like. Nope, don't want to be here anymore. Bye. He threw up double barrel middle fingers to you when he left to go to Tampa. You still groveled at his feet and wore his, you know, split half Patriot, half, you know, Buck jersey. By the way, which if, if again is so cringy. If Unless I may you're jump like, in, God. for that one thing, if you wore a split jersey or a Bucks jersey any time in the last 24 months, Stay in Tampa. You're I, no longer allowed to root for the I Patriots. don't want you back. I don't want you rooting for my boy Mac and cursing him with your gingivitis or whatever you got. Just stay the fuck in Tampa. Right. I don't want you back. Suck Bruce Arians off. I can't stand that dude. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, it was so bad, but the, the amount of salt that was just flowing through Facebook and social media today was incredible. You were right. Because sometimes, sometimes Joey has a tendency to over-exaggerate. Joey's like, yo, the whole place is on fire. And I'm like, yeah, isn't like two people complaining. Yeah. <laughs> but then today he was dead on, and then he was sending me screenshots, and I'm like, I'm like, who's this dude? I'm not gonna say his name. Like, who's this dude? And you're like, ah, it's just some guy I know. <laughs> Fuck! I'm like, this guy's like ready to blow up dude, this house. Like, he's like straight crying. Like. So I even, I even went, I even went as far like, you know, like I don't know, over the summer or, or like late last spring, I started like following like random Patriot fan pages on Facebook just so I could like kind of keep my thumb on the pulse a little harder mm-hmm. because. And we'll get to this too. Oh, with I can the, take uh, some good ones. We'll we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the. Uh, oh, don't worry, Nick. We're gonna get up to the racist Dolphins, Giants, and John Elways. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's gonna oh, be fun. Oh Lord! Can't wait. But uh, I I can't tell you like how much fun it is to go through social media because it just exposes everybody for being a complete moron, yeah. and so just like like imagine being so narcissistic and so self centered. That you think a 44-year-old, seven-time Super Bowl champion quarterback owes you something. Right. I'm sorry, we went we went through this with Simone Biles during the Summer Olympics when she didn't, you know, decide to bow out because of her mental health and everybody was, you know, and 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 admittedly it was it was people on the right, you know, there was a lot of right-wing uh pundits that were that were cru- that were crucifying Simone Biles for, you know, wearing the goat slippers and then just being like, no, nah, I'm not really about it. And we defended her and we're like, yo, like, like, well, she's representing the country. I'm like, bro, she doesn't owe you a fucking thing. No kidding. Right, right. She doesn't owe any of us anything. She, If she decides she can't do it because she doesn't feel safe or doesn't feel like it's it's within her scope or purview of, doing, uh, uh, of accomplishing, uh, who the fuck am I to tell you? Bitch, get the fuck up on them uneven bars and do 72 little doop-de-doop flip-de-flip-flops and don't break your neck and bring me bring me home a fucking gold medal. Right. First of all, no, I don't give a shit if you bring home a gold medal. First of all, I'm proud of you for going and making it to that level. Good job. Okay, good job. Mm-hmm. You dedicated your life to something and you became one of the best in the world at it. Okay, Tom Brady dedicated his entire life to football and became one of the best in the world at what he does. And he happened to do it for a lot longer than anybody else has ever done it at a level that no one had ever did it for that long. Okay, he didn't get a neck injury like Peyton Manning. He didn't break his clavicle like Aaron Rodgers. He didn't get knocked the fuck out like, you know, Joe Montana and Steve Young. 
There was things that Tom Brady didn't do over the course of his career. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here and saying he's the GOAT. I don't, I've never thought Tom Brady was the best to ever do it. I, I, I still stand by that, and I will sit here and debate anybody until I'm blue in the face over why he's not the best. You can call him the best, and I'm not going to jump down your throat for it, but I am going to look at you like you're slightly uneducated because you probably don't know as much as I do. And in that case, we're going to have ourselves a little bit of a beef. That being said, beef. Brady is one of the best to ever do it. You want to put him at 1, 5, 10. I really don't care. I mean, all right, 10 might be it's a opinion. ridiculous. It's but, opinion-based. But Brady, the best thing Brady ever did that nobody else did was avoid major injuries. He had one year where he got, where he got rolled up on by the great one, Bernard Pollard, the greatest safety in the history of the fucking world, yep. my all-time number one favorite player forever. That man's a psycho. I'm the founding member of his fan club. That man's a psycho. He yeah, he's also a huge iRacing and NASCAR fan now. No, I know. Which he, I love because I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start my iRacing account next week, and my goal is to get good enough where that I end up in a lobby with Bernard Pollard, and I'm going to put the picture of Bernard Pollard blowing out Brady's knee on the hood of my iRacing car. <laughs> and just be like, hey, Bernard, what's up, bro? So every time he looks in the rearview mirror, he's going to see him supermanning into Brady's knee. <laughs> and hopefully that'll fuck him up, and I can just wiggle him loose a little bit and turn him forward. Yeah, put him in the by. wall. You know, no, no, I don't want to put him in the wall. I'm just going <laughs> to rattle his cage a little bit. <laughs> put him in the fucking he's gonna, wall. He's going to take that personal. He's going to be like, oh, you're trying to disrespect <laughs> my family? I know, right? you. <laughs> this, this man put me on the roof of his car. And, and he put me in the wall. <laughs> yeah. So Brady was Brady was the best thing Brady ever did was play longer than anybody any anybody else ever has at that level. And granted, I think we will see it again because the way the rules in the NFL everything is catered now to 100%. the quarterbacks. One hundred percent. Maybe not Joe Burrow though. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll. He's gonna be handicapped in like three years. Well, well, yeah, maybe, but yeah, we'll he'd see. be running a little bit more than. A lot of these guys, though, that are coming out, the good ones, you look at all the the major, like Patty Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, these all guys, they're all nifty on their feet. I'm not going to say they're great runners. Like, Lamar Jackson's a great runner. These guys are just effective runners. Like, Burrow gets out of some damn, like, shitty situations. We'll get into into Burrow going straight fucking Houdini on Looking like Eli in the Super Bowl, just, like, spinning out of shit. And I'm like, whoa! That's like once a drive. I, that's what I'm saying. He's that's nuts bad. like that shit. Yeah, I know, but that's because his whole line blows. <laughs> but to my point, my but to my point was, Brady did this longer than anybody, and you still have people in New England. Like it's almost as if like New England fans, like understood that Brady was going to go to Tampa. Like, but they were like, all right. It's like it's like when your girl like your girlfriend comes to you and she's like, you know, I, I need some we I need some space. And you're like, but I don't want to break up. And you're just like, but I need some space. You're like, all right, I'm going to let you go bang that other dude. But but you're still my girlfriend. So New England fans were the cucks in this situation. Yeah. Because it's almost like they had this weird, like, this weird, like, like possession of Brady. Like, all right, I know he's on the box, but he's still... He's still our fucking guy, okay? You can have him for two years, but he's still my fucking guy. Meanwhile, he's out there getting railed by the Bucks, and they're like, "Woo, fun times, yeah!" Winning championships, yeah, winning championships. Meanwhile, you're up here with fucking Cam Newton throwing dirt balls in the ground. You could have, you could have used one of many analogies. You went with cuck (laughs) as your go-to. I feel like it was appropriate. Not like he's our child. Not like he's like a family member. Cucking. That's that's the analogy you went with. Did it work? 
I mean, I think it worked. Of course, you could yeah. fit it in. You could fit it cucking with a lot of things, I but know. you don't have to use that one. But why not? I would it not was. say it was like a cuck relationship. It was because, but it was only a cuck relationship for the New England fans because the New England fans, you know, they're sitting there with that metal thing on their balls that they keep oh, tightening up. Oh my god! <laughs> you, know, like, you are obsessed. That, too, many, too many sexual references about Brady and one thing. But they, <laughs> but they're like, but they're sitting there watching Brady and the Bucks just have this grand old time down south, and they're like. He'll come back to me. It was definitely He'll that, come like, back to me. looking out the window, SpongeBob beam, and where where were Squidward and, and SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick are running around having parties, and we're just like, and then bastard. And then on top of it, and then it's like, and then Brady gets, you know, him and him and the Bucks break up. They end their their little like you know two year extramarital affair because you know the Patriots fans and Brady in this scenario are still married on paper. They haven't quite divorced yet, but you know. All right, this, all right, this is now a different analogy from cucking. So, now this is like we've been separated, but we still haven't got the pay- pendant well, paper for divorce. Brady and the Bucks and every everyone involved knew that they were separated except the Patriots fans. That's why oh they're so mad God. today. Okay, yes. So they're okay. sitting there watching them, you know, watching their quarterback go out and win championships or, or go get rails, and they're they're sitting here going, "Fuck!" Like, okay. It's done. All right, fine. It's over. I finally get my finally get my boo back. Like, thank God. Now we my can move. Boo. Now we can move on <laughs> with life. And meanwhile, Brady's just like, hold on, one more. Like, just one more going away, BJ. Like, just one more. Like, just one more BJ out the door. Like, let me fellace you one more time. And it's like the Patriots were like, well, what about us? And he's like, well, what about you? And then, <sighs> And they just lose their shit. That's when, like, you know, dishes start flying and get out of my house and clothes get thrown out on the front it lawn. Was, and it was pretty bad today. It I was am, ugly. I am very proud that no one burned their Brady jersey in, in the backyard in, like, a pit of snow. Yeah. Oh, I that would have been perfect. Any of those. Some of them probably did it, but we don't know who they are yet. No, no, the video's coming. It, uh, but maybe not now because there was, because then all of a sudden, like, so Sean and I are watching this whole meltdown go on. Like, we're watching, you know, Chernobyl unfold in New England on Facebook and we're, we're like this we're, is fucking hilarious we're calling in and be like you might want to shut down that reactor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just not listening and, and meanwhile the guy's like oh, 3.6 broken not great not terrible <laughs> Like, and we're like nope nope it's definitely worse than that you might want to pull the plug and meanwhile, nobody's pulling the plug. They're just like fanning the flames and fanning the flames and fuck Tom Brady. And I saw hashtag fuck Tom Brady was trending for a while today on social media, which was fucking awesome. I died laughing. I was like, this is the greatest day ever. All the guy, the, the guy that these fucking people worshipped, he, like, he walks on water. He can turn water into wine. He's the greatest to ever do it. Did you know he's 44? He doesn't even eat strawberries. And they're like, and all of a sudden... All these same people are like, fuck Tom Brady. And I'm like, wow, this has come full circle. And what, be- what a fucking week it has been to be me. Let me just tell you. And then they'll, the, be, the they'll Broncos, be back in two the, weeks. I, the Broncos hired the guy I wanted uh, for, for the head coaching job. The Raiders hired Josh McDaniels. The Chiefs lose in the AFC championship game. And then Brady retires and subsequently makes all of New England fucking hate him for at least an hour and a half because the best part about this whole thing was Sean and I in the background. We're sitting here going... You guys might want to chill the fuck out a little bit. You you're not you're not seeing the whole shit. You're not seeing the whole story here. There's there's more to come. And you're like, "Nope. Fuck him. Terrible look. I could even go through the screenshots and read you some of them." No, no need. And, no need. There's some uh, of them are bad. No, no, and and they and everybody's going through and they're they're saying their piece and oh, they're so angry. And uh let's let's just let's just let's just read one real quick. Oh my let's just read God. one. Um 
I'm going to blow this house up right now. Tom Brady has come back. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to mention names because I work no with... No names. Do I, not mention names. I, I work with some of these people. Oh, uh, Jesus. That's so, too much information. I'm saying some. I don't say, I'm not even reading the person. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. Uh, it pisses me off, man. He's literally Roger Clemens 2.0. He didn't like it here. He moved on and just going to look at Boston as a place that he lived and played for a few months a year. What, bro? He's Roger Clemens 2.0 now. My, my, my dude lived here for a decade. Two decades. Yeah. Two well, decades. Would, in the beginning, he would leave and come back. But, but he, he, lived, he, he For the majority of his career, he lived did, in, Bo- this, in Boston. Did these people forget this man brought them to 10 Super Bowls? Or nine? Was eight Super Bowls? One six? Nine. Nine. Nine and 1-6. 9-1-6. I hope Tom Brady hates all Patriot fans. I hope no, he does he's, he's from California no, he and he played in Michigan. He probably hates he all of you, he too. You know what not. I mean? So. Uh, no, but then the best part about this was then all of a sudden, like a little while later, as all this meltdown is happening, like an hour and a half later, two hours later, it comes out. It's like, oh, yeah, Brady's all. Uh, uh, yeah, by the way, guys, um, Brady already talked to Kraft. Um, he's flying him in on his private jet like tomorrow to make an announcement. There's going to be a ceremony. Apparently, that's a, uh, a little bit ahead. It's not going to be tomorrow, but in time. In, in time or whatever. It's going to happen. And it's like, everybody's oh. like, well, well, why did he have to say it like yeah. that? Like, it's it goes right back to the whole LeBron James getting mad at the guy uh, for for the 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 the, uh, the Porter Junior thing, where he's like, just like his dad, ice cold with the timing, pulling of the trigger. Oh yeah. And then everybody was like, well, he should have known that. Right. He should have known that you know Porter Junior's dad was, was killed somebody and not have said that because he made me look stupid because I knew that, but that guy didn't. But because I'm racist, I see everything in race, and that's racist somehow. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to keep it real. I had no idea Porter Jr.'s dad killed somebody. Nobody None. did. I didn't. Do you know who knew? Some random guy on Twitter. Some guy's like, some random guy on guy, Some random guy on Twitter like clipped it and was like, wow, this is what it's really come to. He, he's been holding and, on to that for some time. He's yeah. Like, he's yeah. listening to every broadcast. Hates that team to, with, a, with a passion. Yep. Doesn't even care if they win or lose. He's like, if someone says something about ice I'm cold in his veins. Getting him. Button. Dead. Okay. No one better make any fucking references about pulling a trigger with this man shooting a basketball. Yeah. Well, oh, he was waiting for anything. He was waiting for bang. He's like, I got him. He yeah. The button. That's because that's all it is today. Like somebody's out there. Somebody could be out there listening to this show. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm just waiting for one of these motherfuckers to slip. Come on, give it to me. And I mean, we've slipped probably seven, eight times a minute, but nobody cares because. You know, just, that's just the content of the show. We're not. They can't because you know what you know why because they can't they can't call and har- harass our advertisers. You know why? We don't got none because we ain't got none, baby. We're broke. <laughs> By the way, Bang, we if you want to personally bro- sponsor me, yeah. What was the what was the, the the advertisement I destroyed last week? I was like hyping up a pizza, forget <laughs> even the restaurant. Oh, were you doing? No, it wasn't Sasquatch. You were doing uh. Was Candleworks. Yeah, I think it was Candleworks. Candleworks? Yeah. Shit. I don't know. I messed up some name. And I was like, sponsor me. And they were just like, you get the name of the place wrong. Well, that's gone. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. I forget what. The, I forget what. what, what place if I was. could have like three Shit, dream, three dream sponsors for their show, no. it would be Bang, Kettle no. One, oh. and Oakley. Oh, wow. Okay. I w- I'm cool. Yeah. As soon as you said Bang, I was like, all oh, right, oh, I'm all oh, in. oh, sorry. And Secret Lab. Secret Lab. I thought you were going to oh, say Oh, yeah. That. Nice. And Secret Lab. Yeah. Because you guys definitely need new chairs. Yeah. These would, that'd be dope. Definitely need new chairs. Secret Lab. I got the desk. I got all the accoutrements for the desk. I got the chair. I would totally buy two more at, say, I don't know, 40% discount. Yeah, you got to get on Twitch. <laughs> you got to get on Twitch, and they'll just have you just run advertisements. 
and I'll just give it to you. Well, maybe we'll have to do that next week. Maybe we'll go live on Twitch and YouTube next week. Fuck Why the it. hell not? I'm telling you, just man. Just send it. Like, you you know, get, you know, the only thing that it. sucks about going live on Twitch and YouTube? Is that it's kids? Is, no, 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 no. Twitch and YouTube will let you broadcast in, like, true HD. Yeah. Facebook's, like, 420 is the best they can do for you, bro. Hmm. So you have to, like, dumb your shit down to meet Facebook's level. And meanwhile, it just, like, kills Twitch and YouTube. Which is why I haven't man. done it yet, because I'm like, I don't want to put a shitty product out on YouTube and Twitch. And people just be like, because you know how Twitch just people are, Twitch. like, especially Twitch people, Twitch, 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 Twitch people are going to be like, fucking broadcasting sus. on Facebook Live. Wow, that's sus, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, they really are. Yeah. Sus, bro. And they're like, like nine-year-old kids that know all about computers, like, like the back of their hand. They're gonna be yeah, like, why? Well, and they're like, why are there no Asian girls dressed up like Pikachu's dancing around in the background? What the fuck where, is this? Where this the, show's not for you, you where, little shit. No, and they're, like, <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, where are your stuffed animals behind you? You're like, I don't have any. They're like, Nick, Nick, all right, this is not a titleless show, okay, bro? We are a Snell Golf only show. Oh, all right, bro. Christ. Come on, man. Hey, shout yeah. out Snell. Shout out Snell Golf. Snell Golf. Where, where's the hat? It should be right there. Right behind. Yeah, it's right uh, yeah give Paul the hat. Give, give Paul the snow hat. Oh, there we go. Give Paul the snow hat. There you go. Yeah. There it is, right there. Boom. Snow, snow golf. Snow golf, baby. Uh, the number one golf ball in America. So, yeah. So, Tom Brady, retired. Patriots fans can handle it like shit. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's still more to it because now we're officially into Tom Brady retired territory. So, now let's take a quick gander okay. at the gaping asshole that is now the NFC South because <laughs> Sean Payton's gone, Tom Brady's gone. Matt Ryan suddenly became fucking king of the castle in that division. Atlanta might win the division. At, by, like, Atlanta easily. might win the division with five wins next year. No, oh, they'll have like ten wins now. Because well, yeah, they're just going to smoke six teams. Gonna smoke, yeah, they're going to get the Dude, the, yeah, Panthers yeah. Are, the, the Panthers are dumping everybody. They're like, hey, does anybody want McCaffrey? Cheap. Because they just can't afford the contract. They're like, we got to get rid of him. And yep. then <laughs> the Saints have to dump $80 million in, in salary. Oof. $80 million they yeah. have to cut. So Why do you think Sean Payton was like, you know what? I'm going to head out. <laughs> so Before this dumpster fire they're, gets they're gonna out move, of control. They're going to move uh, Michael Thomas and Kamara combined. They're, they're $42 million combined, and they still have to dump another $40 million of salary to even get under the cap to sign new rookies and stuff like that. I'd take Michael Thomas on the Colts. I, everybody would take him. But he's like, <laughs> you don't know about him. That's exactly what you don't know. And then... We'll Buccaneers, Buccaneers, him. honest to God, what are they going to be? I mean, Godwin's leaving. They're going to have a mass exodus of, like, players that signed a one-year deal to come back. Like, all those guys, like, didn't, like, the Levante David sign, like, a two-year deal with, like, an option for next next year? Uh, What's Fournette on? Fournette is coming up to be gone. Chris Godwin is definitely is gone. gone. Antonio Brown, gone. Uh, Mike <laughs> yeah, Evans, Antonio Brown's gone. Yeah, definitely gone. <laughs> I'm saying, like, a lot of their core pieces are leaving. Gone. And then defensively, a lot of your defensive guys, like, you have – uh, JPP, Sue, a lot of those guys were ready for retirement already. Uh, sorry, whoever just called in. Sorry, I missed that. I was looking a at the lot of those guys are ready for retirement Call already. Back. A lot of those guys were ready for retirement already, so right. you might have a lot of those guys retire this offseason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Camp it's just is about like, to be gutted. Exactly. That that might be like a 2-15 and 15 team next year. Could be terrible, right? I'm dead uh, ass serious. Yeah, Levante David's under contract for this year, and that's it. Yeah. 2022, and then he's, uh, they've already voided the last three years of that ex- that contract. Damn. Because he signed the two-year extension, so it was this year and next year. So, yeah, he's gone. I mean, you're, you're right. Uh, to your point, Sean, you're absolutely right. Uh, the the, the bug, it's going to be it's gonna be a shit show in the South for the NFC coming up here in the next year. Facts. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. 
<laughs> oh, God damn, we got this again. Heavy Fuck breathing. the Broncos. <laughs> Don't hang up. <laughs> I mean, okay. Go on. <laughs> Someone must be mad their team hired Josh McDaniels. Bro, fuck. Dude, I'm so pissed that Josh McDaniels goes to the Raiders. Fuck the Raiders. Wait. Lead him on the Pats. What? No, we don't. Who is this? Is this, is this, is this triggering me now? <laughs> who, who is this? Who is this? Josh McDaniels' kid? I know. Who is this? No! Why would you hang up? The champion has defecated in the cup. You asked too many questions. He triggered me at the end. It's supposed to be I on actually, you. I actually got a beat on the voice. I think I might I think I might have an idea who that might be now. Can we call him Chimpy in the meantime? He always ends with like, he always hangs up with doing the monkey noises. Chimpy? Really? In 2022? Gorilla-y? I don't give a shit. That's what you want to go with, Sean? <laughs> Dude's like, all right, cut. All right, I got to cancel. And Fucking the show delete is the episode. Deleted. Delete the episode. <laughs> Chimpy, great. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, Nick, I agree. We do got to get Snell to, to release some dope-ass fucking cleats. I, I, my my new thing now is, like, collecting golf shoes. Like, I got to have, like a, like, a different pair for every time I play. If, like, I play five times a week, I can't wear the same pair twice. You know what's fucked up is I just can't find a fucking comfortable pair that I like. Really? Have yeah. you tried Pumas? My, both my Nikes suck. Um, but yeah, you, know you well, the Nikes footed? you got were fucking too small for you though, no? No, they they were supposed to, the Nikes Nike Nikes golf th- shoes just run small. No, Nikes no, Nikes, no, Nikes are narrow. Thin. Narrow, you got to get yeah. wide, bro. You got to get the wides. That's what That's I. That's what I was asking. If you have flat feet, if you have flat feet, no, then no. a lot of shit's gonna be uncomfortable for no, you. No, a lot of a lot of Nike shit just runs tight on me. I don't know why. But like my even you got a fat ass foot. Even yeah. The N- yeah, but I even <laughs> what the fuck? I even walk Jeez. around with the NMDs on, dude, and I still they're like eh. fucking ball. Oh, fuck bu- off, David. Fucking, it is not fucking brain busters over here. I don't know why these shoes are fucking so tight on me. Because you got a fat ass foot. You yeah, fat piece of shit. Fat feet. Yeah, <laughs> fat feet. Didn't it, didn't have any racial intent with that. <laughs> That name, and now so, I'm being like blackmailed into being like you're racist. It's, no, it was it was a joke. But uh, speaking of fat, so my wife roasted me earlier for being fat. So I told my wife, I was like, "Yeah, man, like I gotta I gotta drop a couple pounds." Like I weighed in today at like three three seventeen, which is like up like six or seven pounds from where I'm I've been usually at because you know I haven't really been working out as much as I usually do, and I've been taking some pretty civil you know some pretty big liberties with my diet, if you could call it that. And uh, and so I eat dinner and like I tell my wife like yeah I gotta get back in the show I went to the gym today I did cardio nice. twice you know lifted weight did cardio lifted weights did more cardio nice. and then uh, I come home I eat my dinner which I had a very healthy chili that I made and then I uh, I go and I'm like well I want some dessert so I go to the I go to the the uh, the pantry closet in the hallway and I'm searching for these like they they're like uh, like these like coconut chocolate caramel cookies that we have from Aldi that my wife gets and I'm in the fucking closet and I'm getting the getting the cookies and I just hear my wife from the living room go babe go, yeah she goes what did you say you weighed in at this morning <laughs> oof <laughs> that hurts I was just like goddamn tough as shit I was like hold up uh yeah yeah, burn unit. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got one coming up, and of course she starts dying laughing. I start laughing. I'm dying and crying inside, but I'm laughing, and uh, but yeah, my wife got me good. But still, the cookies were bomb as fuck. But the cookies so. were good. And guess what? I was only gonna have two. I ate four of them, motherfuckers. Yeah. And you're like, I proved. I went to the gym for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I just you undid everything it. I fucking did today. What? Don't okay. give a fuck. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the phone number. If you want to give us your thoughts, let's hear from some Patriots fans about Brady. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Come on. I sure. want to. I want to hear from. Uh, I want to hear from some of you about something. And uh, I want to hear. I want to. I want to know why. Are, are you one of these people that was super salty? Are you one of these people that was comparing him to Roger Clemones? That doesn't even make sense. That comparison. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, Not really. Not really. But the amount of people that were just irate. I mean, I was going through some threads today. Dude, that's like it's like if we let go of Brady at like 32 and we were like, he's done the twilight of his career, and then he went on and dominated for like 15 years after that. We let him go. He was forty-two. I mean, yeah. come on, <laughs> like shit. Like uh-huh. we were squeezing the date with the shit out of these lemons. Like, Rrr. it's like, oh my god. At what point you're gonna say, probably gonna be towards the end. Albeit he still played great for the last two years, but still, like, yeah, can't keep plucking. No, it's it's gonna it, listen. The gravy train's gonna stop rolling at some point. And you know what? Maybe Brady's doing. Maybe, and this is my theory on this. Maybe Brady knew. Like, after this year, there was no chance in hell that he was going to go out and throw 40 touchdowns next year. He definitely He wasn't going to break 5,000 yards. Maybe he feels that in his body, he's like, this was a struggle. I haven't struggled like this in an ever. The team's not looking great. It's not set up. I don't like the situation. You know what? I'm going to go out because now, in a way, and, and I want to give props to my little cousin uh, for kind of coming up with this theory on, on Saturday when he called me when the news broke. He called me was like, because he's like, I had, to, I had to talk to somebody that knew what was going on. He says, do you think Brady did it this way? Brady's going out after this season because now it takes him out of the, well, Big Ben waited maybe two years too many. You know, Peyton wasn't Peyton in his final year. You know, Elway, yeah, Elway went out with 338 yards in the Super Bowl, three touchdowns in the Super Bowl MVP. But Elway in 98 wasn't Elway from 88, obviously. Of course not. But he was, you know, he maybe Brady went out at this point, like on this kind of like almost not a high note win-wise, but personally, high statistically, a Absolutely. high note. Because now he can just say, look, I could have kept going. I chose to walk away. It was 100% my decision. This game doesn't own me. I'm not defined by this. Do you think there was some of that to Brady? Because I, I feel like that was spot on. 150,000%. That is 100% accurate. If he was guaranteeing, when he won the Super Bowl last year, I said, retire, 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 retire. I, I, I pleaded all offseason. All offseason, he's like, he's like, we're bringing the band back together. I'm bringing Gronk. And he kept saying that. We're getting the band back together. And it was like, and you pointed it out, I pointed it out free agency-wise, that he was convincing all these guys to take cheap one-year deals mm-hmm. to come back and play. Antonio Brown. Uh, uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Levante David, all the defensive players. Sorry, every time I hear Antonio Brown's name, now I chuckle. Dude, it's just like it's all these guys, and they were just like, I was like, why did all these guys come back for one year? If he's playing for three, four years, like it seems like he wants to win one more and then head out, and that was the goal. And and, and this year it all broke down. He lost, he lost Chris Godwin, he lost his running backs, he lost Fournette for a few weeks there, he lost all of his running backs for a couple weeks there. Um. There was one week where he only had Scotty Miller and Mike Evans got hurt during the game, so it was Scotty Miller and like new guys. Gronk. No, Gronk was Gronk had a bad year. Gronk only had six hundred yards receiving. Like everyone's like, oh, Gronk's back. No, Gronk played Jesus. every game, but he barely played in every single game just because he was there. Well, he only there. played like thirty five percent of the snaps. I right. Think, right, and just because he was there every game does not mean he's healed. No, his body was shit. Like, and he even says it himself. Gronk waited and, for Brady to make an announcement. He's like, "What's Brady doing? He retired. I'm out." Yeah. He's retiring. He's is, not doing is, shit. Is, is Gronk retiring now, too? Because last I had heard, yes. 
Gronk was thinking about running it back one more time with the Bucks. Mm, that was round. that was last Wednesday. He said someone asked him point blank, "Hey, you coming back next year?" And he goes, "What day is it?" He goes, "I'll let you know in a few weeks." He had no idea what day it was or anything like that. To, to be that kind of person, where you have no idea the time or space. You're just like, um, it, it's day. He knows it's light out, but that's all is he knows. Is it time to do football? No? Okay. I don't, then call he's, me when it he's is. He's 100% waiting on Brady's decision. What now they life. got it. And, now, and now he's like, I'm out. Remember he's he was, retired. Remember he was banging BB Jones. That whole thing. Yeah, he flew her out too. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great I move. I do remember that. That was fun. Remember she had his jersey on and everybody was like, Eh, how dare you let a Which porn was... star sell you the Patriots jersey logo? Jesus, they all did it. Look, look at what Amendola was doing. Edelman was doing it. Edelman was actually banging like everybody in, in like the South Boston. I was going to say Edelman was like banging bartenders. He was banging them. If you were, uh, if you were like a, a decently attractive bartender in Southie at some point Jesus. during Edelman's tenure, you had a pretty good chance of getting laid. Remember the girl who got fired because she like yes. Snapchatted like just oh, banged Edelman. That. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just won the Super Bowl. That was like right after that he had the he got the MVP. Oh, no, Fal- it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was, the, was Falcons the, the Falcons game. The Falcons game. Yeah. He didn't get MVP for that. But uh, she was like, just banged Edelman and had a picture of him in her bed. And I was yeah, like. He was just like passed out sleeping. And, yeah. then they fired, oh. and then they fired her for it. Yeah. For, like, they they slut shamed her. They yeah, were like, oh, how dare you? And Edelman was like. <laughs> Edelman was like. <laughs> he, he said right, nothing. Bitch. Edelman was like, I mean. Right, bitch. I didn't well, tell him banging, to do it, he was but banging I'm Insta- not going to tell him not to do it. He was banging Instagram models, and he got one pregnant, which was Giselle's friend and all those other... Like, oh, uh, no, it was, she was another... Uh, Adriana Lima? Adriana, yeah, Adriana Lima, wasn't no, it? No, 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 he didn't get her pregnant. Uh, he was with her, too. Should have. It was some other blonde chick that was, like, friends gotcha with Giselle. Bitch, that Culpo chick. No, he didn't. That was, that, was Imidola, yeah, that was Imidola. And Imidola, Imidola. Is, she floats Imidola is a mess because of that. He still talks about her. Yeah, she's banging Christian McCaffrey now. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, that's and right. He, and, yeah. And, and Imidola hates Christian McCaffrey. Really? Well, I yeah. mean, wouldn't you? I guess. I mean, this goes back to my whole cuck analogy earlier with oh, the Broncos. Like, maybe Andola, Danny Amendola is just like, well, Dude, she only wants Christian McCaffrey because he's just like, you know, he's a slightly younger, you know, more in shape version of me, you know, which I get. Joey, Shoot him back. Shoot him back. Joey, if yeah. we did a who retires first list, Brady, Edelman, Gronk, Amendola, there was no way I was saying Amendola outlasts any of those men. That's true. That's <laughs> very he true. He was the most injured man of he all was, time, and he he's was, still playing. It, Sean, is Sean he still put in it, Miami? No, he's in no. Houston. Houston. Oh, Sean put it now. so no perfectly shit. when they traded for Amendola, and he goes, great, he's made of porcelain and popsicle sticks. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> I mean, he I had, haven't heard of him in a while. He did great. No, he tore it up this year. He had like 800 yards <clears throat> receiving or some shit like no, that. No, shit, good for him. The Dola um, was doing the thing, bruh. But uh, I, I was I was blown away. Like when he was like he could never be the number one. When they hired him to be like the Welker replacement, I was like it's never gonna happen. Ended up being Edelman, thank God. But Welker was mm. phenomenal in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Amendola was phenomenal in the pro- uh, playoffs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, he caught that one pass from Edelman that time against Baltimore, and that was pretty much like no. He tore it up in the Jacksonville game for the AFC Championship game. It was him and Gronk that was it. Oh, you mean the uh, the game where. Uh, he was Denver down. Broncos he head was coach Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator, making Blake Bortles look like a competent f- football quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah, well, we can we can get off the Brady thing. I guess. Yeah, well, we're, we're good with the Brady thing. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We're gonna shelve the Brady thing for now. If you have any comments, questions, things you want, concerns, anything you want to voice about Brady, do you? Uh, are you on the? Are you on Brady's side? Do you think it's you know? Are you slobbing his knob and saying thank you, Tom, for this great thing? Or are you one of the people that's like? Fuck you, Tom, for not thanking me personally. I demand a thank you note in my mailbox by next Tuesday. Like, are you one of those people? Because there's a lot of those people. A lot of those people. A lot more than we realize. 
uh, apparently. So, uh, yeah, give us a call yeah. if you want to uh, talk about some Tom Brady shit. Other than that, we're going to move it along right here. Uh, let's talk about Championship Sunday because there's a couple of angles. There's, there's, there's a lot of shit to get into here with these two games, and then we'll get into the coaching carousel, and then we'll uh, wrap it up with a slight preview of the Super Bowl because we'll talk about that next week and the week after because we get, you know, two weeks. Two weeks of well, we got tonight and next Tuesday to talk about it, yeah. and then you know the game. So, uh, ASC Championship, Joe Burrow, the Bengals. Can you just, can you, can you just hear the deafening silence that is Jackson Mahomes' TikTok page right now? I, I don't know. I don't. It's TikTok. just. It's so great. Can dead? you? Can you just? Do you just? Do you, do you, do you hear that? No, you don't. You know what that is? The sound of Brittany Mahomes' Twitter account. Just silenced in the middle of their hype train. Like, just things are going on, bullet trains coming, and Joe Burrow's just like, <laughs> fuck out of here. But, Cow on the tracks. Um, Yeet! Amtrak. I'm so glad that there's no Brittany in the AFC anymore. There's no... all I. What's the best way to describe this? There's no... Of the old era... There's no Manning, there's no Big Ben, there's no Brady, there's no Phillip Rivers, there's, there's none of the, the old guard Jeez. of quarterbacks. No, the old guard is officially done. Patrick Mahomes is Brady the new and, guard. Brady and Roethlisberger were the last two of those of that Yes. That era. Six-pack. And Eli was in there, too. Yeah. Um, but well, there's Eli no, retired two years ago. So. Yeah, but he was part of like that whole like pack of guys that kind of came in well, together. Well, you had and, Rivers, Ben, Eli. Oh, Breeze. Breeze, Breeze Brady, Manning, Rodgers, and Smith. I guess you can lump, yeah, you can lump Rogers in there too. Rogers still off. Rogers was 05. He was a year after. But he's always been um, he's, NFC, but, but still. He's, but he's always and he's always been viewed as like the next generation after those guys for whatever reason. Like probably because he sat for four years behind Favre. Yeah. No one really like you know or three right. years. No one really like gave him his due, if you will. So imagine though. Um, so. So now you've got the new guard coming in. Patrick Mahomes this is, is a new guard. This is what, but the new guard really looks like this. Oh, baby. <laughs> that man is frigid. He looks like he could be a villain in Top Gun 2. Like, this Probably kid, is. he should be. Like, Joey Burrow. Look, you know who that is, Paul? That Joey Burrow needs to be cast as the villain in Days of Thunder 2, the sequel. Oh, that'd be funny. He's got to be. Is that a thing? He's got to be like Russ Wheeler's nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Perfect role for him. Yeah. Just ice the fuck out. Like, yeah, of course he's a real dude. I'm way too rich. To not have to have these be fake, yeah. Like what a gangster ass answer that was in but regards to his chain. Do you know he's the first? <laughs> he's the potential first quarterback ever to win a high Heisman. school championship, national oh. championship, national championship, Heisman, and possibly a Super Bowl. He will be the first person mm-hmm. ever. No, I think no, it was. I think it was. I think it was Heisman, national championship, yeah, Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, but he won like a high school state championship or some shit. Right, but I too. think that. But no one's ever won the Heisman. A national championship a and a Super Bowl. Bowl. No okay. one's ever done so that. So he's even done more than that. That's incredible. I I just assume anybody who's an NFL quarterback has won a high school state championship at some point because to get to the NFL, you probably had to be the at least Dominant. the best player in like your area. And how stupid is Ohio State for letting him go? Pretty stupid. He went straight from Ohio to LSU, right? Yeah, he transferred. Yeah. Because he's he like, get me the fuck out of here. Because he was so. you got buried on the depth chart, and he was just yeah. like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yep. yep. Um... So let's talk about the AC Championship game. So for real, this game started off. Paul and I were watching it. We were sitting downstairs. The Fontaine Fats. Yeah, uh, we were just sitting down there. The two of us. It was great. 
uh, we watched this entire every minute of their, of this game except for the last like what minute and four seconds of the first half because Paul had to go drop off his dog and I went outside to shovel <laughs> yeah. so, his dog. Oh, dog! They said daughter. I'm like, what? No. no. Well, oh, like, so, yeah. six to one. No, yeah, pretty much. So we we sat down and we watched every minute of these games. It started off and it was just like you got that sickening feeling in your stomach. Watching the first half of that game, you're going, God fucking damn it. Oh, for sure. The KG Chiefs was just picking the Chiefs them apart. surviving. Mahomes is doing his little flippy dewy side army shit. Kelsey's running free. Tyreek Hill's running free. Jarek fucking McKinnon is just picking up chunks at a time. After and you're not like, playing for years, it feels like. And you're like, what in the hell? Like, what the fuck, Cincy? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, you guys pulled off two great fucking games to get here, and this is how you're going to do us now? Yeah, like, are you serious? Early. I remember being pissed early. It felt and like they wouldn't be within 20. No, it felt like it was going to be Chiefs the over and the Chiefs by a large like amount. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to the second half. So 21-18, the second half comes up, and, you know, all the uh, – all the all the stats about you know the Chiefs when they're leading at halftime by X amount of points and you know AFC Championship games only one team has ever come back you know from this whatever blah 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 being the 06 Colts it's not going to happen and you're thinking mm, you're probably right it's not going to happen Joey Fats Radio Row One C One Hello gentlemen Hello Oh hello sir This is your uh friendly neighborhood Falcons fan. Yes, we actually, uh, I'm so glad you chimed in. Like, I'm, I think you just joined in the last couple of minutes, but we had some okay. very high praise for the Atlanta Falcons uh, about 20 minutes ago. I don't know if it was so much as high praise as I'm, just really low expectations for everybody else. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Rob, you are going to be, you are going to be the division champs next year because, high as a fucking kite, but because every other team in the division has basically said, we're out. We're all done. They're all Mark Cuban from Shark Tank. They're all like, and for this reason, I'm out. <laughs> hey, look. Uh, first off, uh, a couple points here. Uh, look at our offensive line, and then look at our defense. So, no. Um, I will say this. Main point is why I called. I heard you guys talking about uh, the games, I believe, from last week. Yes. The Chiefs and stuff. Yep. Um, if I've, I've heard I've heard a lot of complaints about this Super Bowl is going to be hot and Blah, 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 all that shit. It's going to be what? The Super Bowl is going to be what? Whack. Oh, whack. Whoa, 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 no. Not at all. This Super Bowl is not going to be whack at all. Dude, I've heard that from a lot of people at my job, and I'm like, are you fucking dumb? What are they, Cowboys fans? Yeah, that's because you got a lot of uneducated people who don't know who Joe Burrow is. They don't know who the Bengals are. They don't know what they're all about. And admittedly, not a lot of people did coming into this year. I mean, I had the Bengals, I think, as like an eight or nine win team. Coming into mm-hmm. the season, definitely didn't have them in the Super Bowl, but nope. that's the people that are mad because all the bungles—they're just mad because they remember that that Rams Chiefs Monday Night game from like three years ago, and they're like, "I went fifty four fifty one because I don't know what football is." Right, but I think the Rams will win strictly because of the pass rush that they have. In the O line that Cincy has, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's a stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Donald's going to go off. Von Miller's going to have a lot of pressure. Uh, it, it'll be a close game, but it's 
I, I'd be so happy to see Stafford win the championship, but I, I'd also be so happy to see the Bengals win a championship. I love seeing a team go into a championship game who hasn't won one and win. You know what I mean? I mean, listen. It's, it's history. L- listening to – so I listen to a lot of the national shows this week because I was trying to get, you know, a feel for what was going – like what they're – because I, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I don't know a single Bengals fan. I've never met one. No, neither do I. Uh, Except for that guy in Florida. Oh, the guy in Florida. Right. The guy who was working the 7-Eleven in Florida. And you know what? I know that guy's not listening to this show, but shout out to that fucking guy. You know, I told him good luck when they were going to that game with the Titans. And I, I said, you know, I'm rooting for Joe Burrow, and he's the truth, and you guys are going to be great. And yeah, and here they are. I hope that guy is riding on, like, just I, cloud 10 right now. I Fuck love, cloud 9. I love how you made him the accent from, like, Bobby Boucher, like, water boy. Like, go, 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 Tigers. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's North Florida, dude. It's just kind of how they talk. Like, you no, know, he's, no, no. But he's a Cincinnati no, fan. He he's a Cincinnati fan in Florida, though. So... I was listening to the national shows and, and a lot of stuff because I wanted to get my, my thumb on the pulse of what was going on. Man, there was grown men crying on the yeah. air, calling into yes. shows yes. this week, saying, yes. I've been waiting for this since, you know, 88. For, for, since 88. Yep. And, you know, guys that were saying, like, I went to bed that night in 88 as a nine-year-old kid crying and hating Joe Montana and hating the 49ers, mm-hmm. thinking like, mm-hmm. okay, well we'll, well, we'll be back soon. We'll be back. We got a good team. And it's been this long. It's been like 40 years. And the heartbreak and everything else that the Bengals fans have endured for this amount of time. So it was, it's really, really easy for me to root for the Bengals. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I'm rooting more for the Rams strictly because of Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Matt Stafford. Because I feel like Stafford deserves one. Aaron Donald Mm -hmm. definitely deserves one. I would love to see Von get a second one. And, oh my God, lo and behold, look, Odell Beckham, he doesn't, catch passes from Baker Mayfield anymore and all of a sudden he looks like the Odell Beckham of 2016. Yeah, he looks amazing. And you're like, huh, son of a bitch. Maybe it was the Browns and Baker that made him drove him crazy. But um, l- l- Let me jump in really quick. I would actually love because you and Rob just nailed a bunch of great points. I feel like Joe Burrow is going to be massacred in the Super Bowl. Like He's going to get hit. But I also feel like Joe Burrow I also feel like Joe Burrow is going to be like uh, Sylvester Stallone in, in Rocky. He's like, I didn't hear no bell. He's going to get up destroyed, like a black eye, like busted Stan lip. Marsh or whatever, Randy Marsh. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no bell. And I feel like that that is a distinct possibility. And I know... You're the best. All right, I know Nick in the chat said it as well. Sean McVay, definitely galaxy brain dude, overthinks himself. Yeah. Th- this Bengals team has unbelievable heart. That's what they have. And talent, dude. And the, the, like, like the talent is like, man. I mean, they have like good star the power. They have side, like. Go ahead. I said on the offensive side, their weapons, their their offensive line sucks. I mean, Lombardo gets sacked nine times against Tennessee. They have. Uh, they I have will. I will put. I will give seven. it. There is one caveat to that, though. That Tennessee front seven is one of the best we've seen in a long time. Just throwing that out there. I know nine sacks is a lot. However, this the Bengals offensive line is not great. However, let's not just you know throw it away because that was let's give some credit to the Tennessee Titans because the Chiefs didn't get there nine times. Yeah, but the Rams are no. better than the Titans. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. No, not across the defensive board. Defensive line? No. 
The, the Chiefs, they have Aaron Donald. Oh, he's, wait, I said Rams. Yeah, the Rams, the Rams. Are better than the Titans. No, that's what I said. not across the board, no. No, 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 no. Defensive line, absolutely. No, the Titans defensive line, I'll take the Titans defensive line. San, like, Aaron Donald is the only guy on the Rams that I would take over anybody on the Titans. They got Leonard Floyd. They got they got uh, Von Miller. They, they have a great linebacker. Listen, man, I, I love I love Von Miller, but Von Miller is not Von Miller. This is not 2015. I get it. No, still. I know that, but I mean they have the quarterbacks who can play. Listen, after... I'm saying as a unit, sure, but that Tennessee front seven put some fucking respect on their name. Respect. That especially that front four is nasty, nasty yeah. front four. But anyway. Sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you guys there, but I just had to. I had to get that. I just don't want people disrespecting the Titans front front four like that. No, they have a good front no, four. I, I, mean, I wasn't disrespecting them at all. If anything, it was they they tried to force Pete Henry in his first game back, and that's why they lost. Well, yeah, I mean the Titans lost because they have Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, who's mm-hmm. basically Derek Carr, stud. <laughs> yeah, stud, and we. 13 on Monday Night Football, but don't ask me to do anything Back. other than that. <laughs> I don't know. Rob, go ahead. I'm sorry. The people who think that the Super Bowl is going to be bunk because it's not the Bucks against the Pats or it's not Brady or it's not New England, it's like, dude, come on. You're going to see history. Like, as much as I don't like New England uh, and Tom Brady and all that stuff, seeing Philly win the Super Bowl uh, whatever year it was, sixteen, twenty seventeen, eighteen, seventeen, baby, big dick Nick. It was just like, wow! Like you're seeing, you're seeing history. You are alive to watch history. Why is that a problem? Why are you complaining about that? Like that's what sports are. Yeah, no, that's that's you, you look. The, the reason why people think that this game is going to be shit, and they're like, oh, this sucks. It's because it's not Brady Mahomes. It's not made it's, it's because it's not there. It's not the the, the the household names that they're accustomed to. Because they didn't watch Joe Burrow all year. Okay, look, I got a pretty up close look at Joe Burrow and the Bengals. When they came into Denver and you know, they put the Broncos away in a game that Denver's defense came out flying. And they mm-hmm. were playing like their their season was on the line because it was. Mm-hmm. And they played one of the best games they've played all year, and Joe Burrow was still able to bury him. Okay, yeah. I mean Jamar Chase, he I think he had one touchdown in that game, but for the most part, PS two locked him down. Like there was that that Bengals team has been born in fire. Who's that Higgins dude? Eighty five is all tall. T Higgins. Higgins, yeah, T Higgins. He, and he looked nice the other day. I think yeah, these, I, I think the Bengals. If people really got to know the Bengals and watch the Bengals, they'd realize how much fun this team is. Joe Burrow is an easy, easy, easy guy to root for. Fun guy to Hell root yeah. for. Jamar Chase is unbelievable. Bitch fixing Joe Mixon, <laughs> one of the most underrated backs in the league, easily a top five running back on any Easy. given Sunday. All right, mm-hmm. and that's behind a offensive line as we just talked about. Isn't that great? Right. So, right. I mean, listen, if the Bengals, the Bengals got, I'd say better than a puncher's chance in this game. Yes, they do against the Rams. I'm still giving the edge to the Rams for all the reasons Rob just laid out. Yes, because I do think that. Von Miller and Aaron Donald will eventually find Joe Burrow, and it's not about when they find. It's about, it's not about if they'll find about, but it's about when, and what right. crucial situation. We saw it on Sunday in the NFC Championship when Aaron Donald found Jimmy Garoppolo, and mm-hmm. oh no, Garoppolo showed his mm-hmm. ugly face and just hung a ball up and 
that was the game because Aaron Donald was in his lap. And I think that's going to be, I think, large in part the, 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 the story that we'll see in two weeks. That being said, I very much expect this game to come right down to the very end of the fourth quarter. I mean, now, the, we've had six straight games go to overtime or be walk-offs at the gun or final possession games, all intense games. Why would I think this one's going to be any different? You just touched on what I was going to bring up. The whole the overtime rule. Um, Thank like, you for bringing this up because I've been diving. This is on my list of shit to talk about. God, Rob. This was something you, you posted it earlier in the week tonight. I might have liked it. Or I might have even said something about it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I get it. I get the ball first and score a touchdown. Let the other team have a chance to score the touchdown. If they don't, game over. No. There's nothing. There's nothing else to be Rob, Rob, let me ask you this. Name me one other sport where you can score on defense. Where you can score on defense? Mm-hmm. I mean, hockey would immediately turn into offense if you made a stop and made a play on, exactly. on defense. Uh, baseball, if you were to catch a pop fly and catch a runner trying to, to bang out home. You can't score, though. Team. You can gun down the runner, but you can't score. You can take a run off the board, but you can't score. You can prevent. You can prevent. Oh, yeah, that's what defense that's all, does. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The NFL is unique. Football is unique in that regard, where it is the only sport where you can score on defense. So when I hear people talk about, and I and I am glad you brought up the overtime thing because when I hear people complaining two weeks ago about how both teams should yeah. have an opportunity to touch the ball in overtime, no, I don't agree. Absolutely not. I don't agree at all. In fact, I'm of the I'm of the the OG crowd that thinks. We should just bring back the straight-up sudden death. Yes. I don't give a shit. You get three cheap first downs and a, and a chip-shot field goal, and that's your ticket to the Super Bowl? Well, okay. Yes. I'm sure there was probably a dozen or so plays I could have made in regulation that would have prevented this from happening, and right. that would have been the end of it. But we didn't. Okay, so my biggest thing was this, and this, and, and, I, and I, I got into an argument with a couple of people about the overtime rules because people, people wanting – both teams to touch the over touch the ball in overtime has got to be the most millennial beta i was just gonna say that fucking <laughs> like participation yeah. trophy generation version of of this yeah. of this sport i've ever seen because okay. oh wait hold on hold on hold on okay so why can why can they kick a field goal and then the other team has they put points in the board they score points they put shit up I think it. Believe me, I, I think the game should be over. I think it's stupid. Yes. I don't. I don't like the rules as they are. I agree too. Okay, so you're you're talking to somebody who doesn't even like the rules the way they are now, let alone making them more quote unquote fair. No, Listen, that. this is the N- This is the NFL. This isn't Pop Warner. Okay, these aren't 12, 13 year old kids. This isn't even high school. This is there is there is no obligation. Why? And let me ask you this, Rob. Why in God's on God's green earth, should we have rewarded a team that couldn't stop another team from going 40 yards in 13 seconds with a bonus possession in overtime? If the Bills got the ball first in OT, would they have scored a touchdown? I don't know. I don't know. And that's the way I love it. But wait, now Joey said his piece. I'm going to say mine because I read an interesting article from a former athlete, and he was like a nobody, but he's now like a sports analyst for some uh, local team that he played for. Nate he's, Burleson. It was not Nate Burleson. No, I know who Nate Burleson is. <laughs> Nate Burleson is extremely opinionated. I don't know what he did. I need to hear less from Nate Burleson, actually. 
this gentleman said, um, essentially, if you ask any current NFL player, they the only people that will say they want the rule changed is quarterbacks and wide receivers and tight ends or running backs. Right. That's the only people. The defensive players. defensive players, defensive players, fucking hate the current rules, and they want the current rules to like you, like Joey said, to go back to field goal wins it done. That that's how they be. want the game. Yeah, that's I how agree. they want the game. That's that's old players, current players, former coaches, everybody. They all in agreement that have been in the game. They hate the current rules. Now this person said, we can't, we shouldn't be blaming this generation of hyping up. Everyone should touch the ball first. Everyone, the NFL has pushed you to think this subconsciously that, hey, we have fantasy football. It's more points for you. You want to see more offense. You want this. It's higher ratings. It's more scoring. It's They've pushed this agenda so much that now you're trained automatically to be like, yes, I need more of this. That's that's the answer. Which is why I've done a complete 180 on fantasy sports. I used to love them. Now I loathe them. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of fantasy, fantasy anymore either. I'd be okay with each team having a shot if, uh, for example, Super Bowl Sunday, right? Uh, it goes into OT. Rams score first. They score a touchdown. Let's say just a big play, 75-yard bomb. Okay. Okay. Let's give that other team a chance no. to go 75. Well, no, season, you, you can't penalize the, the Rams for the Bengals' bad defense. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't penalize the other team, right? For because bad if I just if I just hit the if I just hit the 75 yard home run because you couldn't figure out how to cover, you, you couldn't you couldn't figure out how to keep a guy in front of you. Why is that my problem? Right. Why should I now have to trot my defense out there and say, "All right, guys, go do the same." You know, make sure you don't do the how same. How many times thing. do we have to do this? You right. Know this what I mean? isn't like, college. Like the college overtime rules are a fucking joke. Uh, it, it, it just no. The the overtime rules as they stand right now, this is as much as I'm willing to give. Same. Where, because it's going to be a ratings. If they get the extra 20 minutes on the time slot on CBS or... Right, but you got to remember too, Rob, the game's got to end at some point. And if you start right. implementing like this dual possession gonna, thing... I mean, think about be, it. How many overtime games did we see this year where the balls got, the ball got kicked back and forth and it was... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Week, week 18, the final game of the season, Chargers and Ch- uh, Raiders. Yeah. Both teams possess the ball, what, three, four times in overtime? Yep. Okay, we, we, we got it. We saw it. Yeah, but now you're playing now you're playing for the whole like, okay, we can't kick a field goal, we got we got it, we gotta score. So score, Rob, let me let me ask you this. Of the there's there's been twelve uh playoff games that have gone to overtime since they've put these new rules in. Which was what? Twenty eleven. Tim yeah. Tim Tebow was the first one. Okay, I just yeah. gave you one of the. I gave you. I gave you part of the answer. How many of those twelve games? And you might have read this. Cause I think I posted. It, how many of those twelve games have been won by a team scoring on the first a touchdown on the first possession? Oh, it's like fifty-six percent or something like that. Seven, seven out of twelve. So just barely fifty percent. So we're talking yeah. about fifty percent of the games get decided on that one. The other fifty percent get decided at a later on a later possession. And that's in the playoffs where the game has to end. One of those games also included uh, a double overtime game with the Broncos and the Ravens in 2012. So, fuck that game. Basically, what you're saying is is that, but the NFL wants parity, right? What's more parity than 50-50? That's perfect in the NFL's eyes. There's no reason to change it. Right, so what's more parity than a team comes out and hits a... Uh, 75 yard bomb, bomb a quick slant to Demarius Thomas and take it to the crib. Why, why, why doesn't the other team have that chance? 
to hit a 75 yard ball. Because they were the ones that put themselves down t- by three scores in the first half and had to force overtime to begin with. Rob, 28 to three. Rob, I'm, I'm all. Yeah, James no. Royce, he, his knee was down at the fucking. The ball didn't cross the plane. He still called it. Yes, it Why didn't they run get? Why didn't they get the call? He 100 percent across the across the plane. Um, Rob, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to give you another thing. If we, you don't understand the butterfly effect, the changing of the rule causes too. You're thinking about it like, oh, it's fair, it's fair, and it's not just you. It's just people in general. You're going to cause a butterfly effect because you have coaches now who understand the game and the nuances and the gray areas of the football game. Teams are going to stop playing to tie the game instead of playing to win the game. So instead of teams saying, like, you know, if we go for it here, you know, you, you know, you add more things that to it. That goes like, back to defense. Say that again? That goes back to defense. Yes, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you – I'm giving in to you. I'm giving in to the, to the audience saying, all right, we allow that. Everyone gets the ball once. Coaches and be like, fuck it, we'll just go for the field goal. We're both going to get the ball yeah. once, and we're definitely going to overtime. You're going to start right. seeing more games it's automatically right. go to overtime because teams are going to be less right. brave to do that. Or they'll be more they'll be they'll be more comfortable going to overtime, knowing that there's going to be at least a chance for them to match. Or how many times in a win. game do you see a blown coverage? Hmm, not that many. In the NFL, this 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 not like college. Dude. In a Where game, like in an actual time. game. I mean, I don't know. I I can. Like, like, you see one maybe every three games, two games. Wait, how many get capitalized on, or just how many in general? Well, you know, you only the only ones you know about are the ones. That's what I'm asking. What I'm saying. Maybe one every. I mean, you you see maybe one a week, two a week, out of all the games. Out of all sixteen games or whatever games, however many games, sixteen games. Watch an Atlanta game. You'll see about. At least okay, well, we're not talking about the terrible <laughs> secondaries in the, in the league, but no, Rob, I, I appreciate I appreciate you bringing it up though because that was a big uh, that was the thing I wanted to talk about because I just think it's such it's just such a beta cuck millennial participation <laughs> trophy generation bullshit attitude to have, like why why can't why can't you go out and stop a guy like what what makes everybody just assume. That that team that wins the coin toss is going to go down and score a touchdown on the opening drive. Yeah, we saw Mahomes do it to Buffalo. Then we saw him throw an interception the very next week in exactly the same scenario. Yep. Yeah, so there's your. So if your sample size is two, there's your parity. There's your parity. Fifty fifty. You're right. I can't. I can't debate. I know. Right. When I watched that play, I was fucking jumping up and down. I was like, oh my That's god. What I do, Where Rob? I'm right, and I'm right. Rob, I yeah, some, exactly. Yeah, but usually it turns out I was right. Joey, so. Joey also parody fifty fifty. This is your parody. Joey's also the parody fifty fifty. I am definitely batting better than five hundred. You can both go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I, I wasn't saying that about what you're fifty one percent maybe. You wouldn't say my track. You no, I said I wasn't saying anything oh, about oh, it. I oh. was just all right. I was gonna say you motherfucker <laughs> you know, of all the people. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rob, thanks for the call, bud. We appreciate it. Love you guys. Take care. Good night. All, All right, right buddy. buddy. Later. Later. No, this overtime thing, this this had my mind spinning because, you know, you saw it on, on, the, on the, the morning after the Buffalo Chiefs game. Everybody was screaming for, change the overtime rules. Change the overtime rules. Like, no. Why are we going to? Because here's the thing, right? And, and this is how the NFL works. We saw the NFL. We saw, our, uh, uh, what was his name? Um... Uh, with the hyphenated last name, the DB from the Rams, that just truck-sticked fucking, what's his name from the... Uh, can't, think, can't think of his name anymore. Fuck out of my way, Murphy going to the Bunting. Super Bowl. Murphy Bunting, thank Murphy you. Murphy Bunting. Murphy Bunting was just like, hi, Alvin Kamara, fuck 
you, I'm going to the Super Bowl. Was yeah. it Kamara? Yeah. I don't think it, it was Kamara. It might not have been Kamara. It was a wide receiver. I think it was Callaway. It it might not have been, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Marquise. Next year they next next year they changed they changed the fucking rule. Right. Okay. The overtime rules. When did the over? What spurned? Does anybody remember the exact moment? The exact thing that spurned the overtime rule change? Does anyone remember? Nope. Seven seven four. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. If you remember the exact reason why or what forced the NFL to finally say, okay, we're gonna change these rules for the for overtime, please call in right now. And tell me, because I I, I I don't even I don't rem, I don't I don't know that anybody knows this, and they should know this because it's very 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 important for context purposes. It was Smith. It was Smith. It's 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 almost like why did they change the rule that you can't go low on quarterbacks? Oh, because Tom Brady got hurt. No one changed. No one was you know screaming to change the rule when Carson Wentz got you know chemotherapy. In the in the in the wild card round against the Steelers, when Kimo von Olhoffen did the exact same thing to Carson Palmer that that Bernard Paula did to Tom Brady three took, years later. It took me a big second. I was like, "What?" Chemotherapy, Kimo von Olhoffen. Yeah, Carson Palmer got some chemotherapy. <laughs> See you later, bitch. And John Kitna has to come in and try and win the game. And in the words of Joey Porter, Joey Porter, John Kitna, that ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, but no. Th- I'll I'll tell you what the exact moment was when the NFL realized that they had to change the rules for overtime. It was the 2009 NFC Championship game in New Orleans with Brett Favre and the in the Vikings oh, and the Saints. Oh my God, you're right. As soon as you said it, now I know. Because they went down the Saint. The game went to overtime because Brett Favre couldn't help himself but throw a fucking interception. Late in the fourth quarter, as deep does. in Saints territory, as he's been known to do. Jersey untucked, just out there. Ho, ho, ho. Can't wait to get me some painkillers, some Barks root beer, and a 21-year-old that looks like my wife. Wing! <laughs> oh, shit, that was the wrong team. Suck, shuck him up. Uh, I love Brett Favre. Sorry, I'm not trying to shit on Brett Favre. But what the fuck? I'm just still mad that they fucking lost that game because we could have had Manning versus Favre in the Super Bowl, and it would have been the fucking best thing ever. And instead, we ended up with goddamn Reggie Winning a Super Bowl, like Oops. fucking bullshit. Careful. So very, very, very touchy. So that was the moment that they did. It. That was the game that spurred the NFL. That finally said the NFL said, "Fuck." Brett Favre didn't even get a chance to touch the ball in overtime. Well, good. Brett Favre shouldn't have gotten a chance to touch the ball in overtime. You know why? Because he probably would have fucking thrown it straight into Tracy Porter's chest, too, and he would have gone back the other way, and we went in another goddamn game to ruin Brett Favre's legacy. Oh, look at that, another NFC Championship game. Brett Favre throws it away. So, you know, maybe this, maybe the, the rules at that point did Brett Favre a favor, mm-hmm. and they didn't give Brett Favre a chance to touch the ball. Did anybody stop and think about that? No, they mm-hmm. didn't. But I think of these things. That being said, that was the game that that started this whole thing into into motion. Since it's been, like I said, twelve playoff games have gone to overtime since that rule took effect. The very first time, if you remember it, so graciously explained to us by Jim Nance just seconds before Tim Tebow hit Demarius Thomas in one of the most gorgeous passes I've ever seen in my entire life. Dope. And he absolutely set the world on fire with three hundred and sixteen yards passing in that game because he needed. 80 to get to that mark, and what did he do? He threw an 80-yard fucking touchdown, which now would have been a 75-yard touchdown. Imagine that. 
311 yards instead of 316. That story, that, story does, cold. that story doesn't even sound as good now. No. Now that story doesn't even fucking sound good. Because now Tim Tebow, now all these stupid rules, you bring the ball out to the 25 on touchbacks instead of the 20. And then, and then, and then, and then, and fucking mm-hmm. offense, 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 offense. Fantasy football, fantasy football. Fuck fantasy football. Fuck your DFS. Fuck your fantasy team. I hate all of it. It's the worst thing that's ever happened Draft to sports. Draft I mean, I get it. It makes billions of dollars, but why are we changing the goddamn rules of the game to cater to a bunch of fucking bug men sitting at home on their computers developing algorithms trying to figure out which third-string tight end is going to go off today? And money. at this moment, when the NFL goes to commercial, I would just... Because money. I would just like to say, now that the NFL is on commercial, that this is brought to you by Caesars Palace, who yeah. you can gamble online now in most states. As of uh, know, 2009, I believe it was was the first time where Vegas uh, was allowed to actually start running ads for Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, the, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas ads. Yeah. If you go back pre-2009, those those ads were not allowed during NFL uh You games. got the fucking NFL straight promoting this yes. shit now. They're now like, the NFL, I'm like, wow. Now really? the NFL not like, only not promotes mass. it, they have a team there. Right. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> like The writing's Listen, on the wall, bro. You're, now, the, the only thing this is going to do is now you're going to start getting... Yeah. <laughs> Team, yeah. um, Mark Davis, this door of the Explorer backpack, backpack, backpack. <laughs> his fucking on his, way, on, his, on his way to the barber shop. Um, the bag, he looks I'm like the that. Bag, he looks I'm like that bag. shitty version of Rick from Rick and Morty with the bull. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Rick, yeah. Simple Rick. Yeah. So he's that. That was the, this whole shit has, has just gone so far off the rails, and I just don't understand these people that want both teams to be able to touch the ball. In, in overtime, I don't get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. if you want it from a fan standpoint and you're saying, I want to be entertained, okay, that's fine. Nah. You're allowed to be selfish and you're allowed to think that. I, it, But no, we're not changing the rule for that. If you think, hey, if, like I saw somebody, I forget who it was in the comments, cited the ratings. The ratings would be better. No, they wouldn't. 47 million people watch the Chiefs and the Bills. 47 million. How much more do you want? Like, what are you, you, you going to get? 147 million. What are you, yeah. you going to get? 47.5? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, no. Like, no one was not watching that game because because you, because you because Josh Allen didn't get a chance. No right. one no right. one went to bed that night saying, you know what? I'm fucking done with the NFL until they change the overtime rules and both teams get a fair, equal chance, even though one fucked up super hard. By letting the other go 40 yards with 30 se- 13 seconds left on the clock. Yeah. Until they give that shitbag team an opportunity, I'm not watching again. Nope, not happening. I don't understand why people label it as a fair chance. They had a fair chance. Yeah. It's called the previous it's 60 called- fucking minutes <laughs> that you just played. Thank you. You shouldn't have been there in the first place. And in the, in the words of Johnny Knoxville... Those shouldn't count. I was intoxicated when I was <laughs> Yeah. We, you had your fucking fair chance. You had fucking four quarters to fucking not be in this position. You're in it. Fuck Guess you, what? Nick. Suck. Hey, it is ruining the game. All right. Y'all, y'all, all you Patriot fans love to sit here and be like, oh, fuck Roger Goodell. Man, I've been on the fuck Roger Goodell bandwagon since 2000 and motherfucking six. Yeah, we, we came late. That's, that's what she said. Yeah, you're like, you're like all the uh, you're like all the liberals on like the in the mainstream media now that are like, yeah. So anyway, like masks and vaccines, ooh, not exactly working. Sorry. <laughs> like, did you hear Charlemagne the God? Fuck my eye. His no. quote the other day, where he was like talking about Biden. He's like, man, where the fuck is Trump at? At least he fucking told us the truth. This old motherfucker just out here lying. Which, if you listen to Charlemagne the God, you know you know that's he's not exactly your uh, uh, 
routine conservative. No, no, um, definitely not. But he, he, uh, the the whole like, but the whole fairness aspect of oh, it's not fair. I don't want to hear people bitch and whine about fair. This isn't a high school game. I have no interest in fairness in regards to the overtime rules. Look, if you really want to change the overtime rules or how the ball is, how it's determined who gets the ball or whatever, attack, oh, just God. give the home team, home team, you get the ball first. Or you get the choice. That's not fair. You get the choice. You can either get the ball or you can defer. What do you want to do? Just give it to the home team. There. Now we've now we've now we've uh, now we've uh, removed entirely the the whole. Uh, it's just yep. so stupid that it comes down to the flip of a coin. Right. We got okay. That's no, gone. Yeah. And you get eight home games, Great. eight away games, no, no, or, or whatever. Oh, not even that. But in the playoffs, if you're the higher seed and you get the home game, now it puts more emphasis on being the higher seed. Dude. Now the one seed carries a little bit more weight because God forbid this game goes overtime. Right. At least you get to make the decision. What about two? Weeks Done. Ago? There it is. I just fixed all the fucking NFL's problems. Why haven't they hired me yet? I don't even understand this. Why am I still sitting here in New Bedford, Massachusetts, shoveling two feet of snow when I could be in a high-rise apartment in New York City, in Manhattan, calling shots for the NFL, making us billions more dollars? Also, I don't know. Also, the Bills fans two weeks ago said that the referee pocketed in a coin and pulled out a double-sided coin in his other hand. Oh, oh shit. Dude, there was a lot of people being like, he hesitated when he went to flip it. He went... Yeet! And he like, threw another coin that was double-sided. I was like, the people think, like, you go way down these conspiracy theories. Like, too oh, oh yeah. come on, man. I mean, we, we look, what was it? Uh, it was... Um, it was what? Thanksgiving, 1998. What was the what was the official's name? In 98? I don't remember. With the, the Steelers and the Lions. And, they, and he fucked it up? Tails. Uh, they called heads. Oh, fuck. Phil Luckett. Phil Luckett. Oh, yeah. It was Phil Luckett. We were just name. talking yeah. about this yeah. like what, like a little while ago. Fucking Phil Luckett. And he was like, and the Steelers have called heads. They're like, no, we called tails. They called heads. Yeah. And it's just like, and the, and the Lions are like, yeah, we want the ball. And the, and they're like, and Jerome Bettis is like, dog, you heard us called tails. He's like, bah, I didn't hear shit. I don't know what you're talking about, it's like, bro. It's loud. He's like, that man just said fucking tails. I, yeah, we were I just heard. talking about this game a little while yeah. ago. I mean, like, that's the kind of shit. Like, that was like. Blatant, over the top, if, and it was on film. If that happened in social media days, they probably would have murdered that guy at his house. I bet. And someone would have video. video I still don't understand off. how they got away with that. It's like it's just only 1998. It's clearly on tape, on camera. Like they're doing the coin toss, but like, there wasn't. Dude, you're gonna same. remember though. But think about it, dude. 1998. Camera, guy, almost, camera guy wasn't like. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna rewind. Dude, this. nobody. <laughs> nobody has. Should I, should I back up and record somebody over this? Somebody step the fuck in. Did somebody Jesus. hit the? Can someone in control hit the dump button real quick? Dude, what the nobody, fuck? Nobody had cell phones. There wasn't like internet coverage. People in the stands are like, what's happening? I don't know. I think he said one thing. Fuck it. Just play. <laughs> People had no idea. Drum they were forced bad. to watch the whole game. Yeah. They couldn't look down. Right. Well, that's badass, though, man. Imagine that. Oh, man. There was actually somebody. It was it was wild. There was uh, a picture. I think it was of Pedro coming off the mound in Yankee Stadium yeah. in 03. Yeah. And everybody flipping him off. Yeah. Not a single cell phone in sight. No, it was yep. before that. It was yeah. what? Like, I was like, wow. Everyone what, had flip phones. What a beautiful Beautiful thing. I would go back and flip when off. Pedro everybody was engaged in the game, you know. Yeah, no, it, it was it, nice. It's changing so much. People are gonna have like those like armbands that have like a telephone, like a holographic image pop up soon. They go beep boop, beep, oh, boop, yeah. beep, boop, beep boop, beep Yeah, like you wear it in the bath. Yeah, like it's just like a bracelet and it just yeah. projects on your arm. And yep. You're like, hey, I just gonna scroll through Facebook on my arm. Yeah, and it's like I can still see you. Fuck you, like. Uh, that's I don't know. That terrifies me, dude. I didn't realize. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize Judge Dredd 
at the time was going to be a documentary. Mm. But dude, here we are. Someone, oh my god, I'm, I'm so crazy. You said Judge Dredd, Time Cop, with Sylvester Stallone. Someone played it today, and they were like. They nailed this thing. Remember when he's a police officer? He goes in, and everyone's, like, crazy about the environment, so they have to use the three shells. Mm-hmm. And then there's a uh, uh, a punishment for cursing out loud in public places, and you get a ticket. No, that was Judge Dredd. No, that was not. That was um, that was the time cop. What's the one? Wesley Snipes. Well, what movie was that called? Oh, no, that wasn't Judge Dredd. That was um, Demolition Man. Sorry. Thank you, Demolition oh, Man. Demolition Man. Man. Yeah, Demolition Man. Way in advance. Like, it nailed everything. Like, Wesley Snipes was the best villain ever. The though. only thing they got wrong... Taco Bell was the survive, surviving uh, food chain. They said everything else crashed. Like McDonald's, Burger King all went away. It was only Taco Bell was left. I mean. They're close. Well, shit. They got 9 out of 10. They still got a $1.89 burritos and shit. So I was going to say, when the, doll, when, the, when the market crashes and dollars are worth nothing, Taco Bell's going to be the most affordable Dude, fast food place on the planet. They let Wesley Snipes go after unfreeze him. They're like, ah, oh, he was unjustly uh, like tried back then. That's different times now. And he's like, I'm still a serial killer. Like, I'm just going to go kill a bunch of people. <laughs> Uh, as somebody who works in the prison system, Sean, I can assure you that is happening right now. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, you would be... I, I can't say anything names-wise or even, like, hint at it, but just in my short time working in a prison, I have seen some people get released on because of COVID and things like that that have absolutely no business being, on the being out in the streets, and they will end up back in prison 100%, and I only hope that they will end up back in prison for something nonviolent like robbing a liquor store and nobody gets killed. Damn. Still definitely be back. But uh, 774-992-8702. Give us a call. We're talking overtime rules, which, again, fuck you. They're fine. No. Screw this topic. We have so many We're talking people. Brady. We're talking ASC Done. Championship. Done. I'm going back over the oh, things we oh, already oh. talked no, about. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So we're going to dive into the NFC Championship, and uh, let's let's get uh, let's get down to that because I, I have a, I have one interesting, t- maybe controversial take. I, I do too. Semi controversial that could be uh, in this, and then we'll uh, we'll give you a quick little uh, spin around the coaching carousel, mm. so I can sit here and gloat because my Broncos finally got it right. Coaching for the carousel. first time, for the first time in seven years, we got it right, and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah. Um, but That's fucked up after Cubes left. Little, you know? little bit of heat on Denver right now, though. Jeff. A little bit. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. We still gonna yeah. get the, the Brian oh, oh, I didn't shit. forget. I didn't okay, forget. Okay, all right. So, all right. Let's speed through this NFC Championship thing. Um, the Rams were down seventeen to seven. The Niners, obviously, they're six zero against the Rams in their last six games. Sean McVay is completely owned by Kyle Shanahan. Destroys Kyle him. Shanahan is my guy, my boy, for obvious fucking reasons. Amazing coach. Love Kyle Shanahan. Wish, wish we had hired him in Denver and then drafted Josh Allen. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to replace your dad. You know what I mean? But still, though, dude, that's like that's yeah. But the Broncos with Shanahan and Allen would be sick, though. But now you're talking about family <laughs> lineage in the NFL. That's all the lineage. NFL is. It's the loins. I know, but still, Mike Shanahan's frothing. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't want, <laughs> he didn't want Kyle that. Kyle Shanahan with his flat brim hat wearing swag ass. Like, like I can't Kyle picture... Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan looks like everybody I play softball with. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. I can't picture like. One of Belichick's kids, like becoming the next co- Patriot, uh, the Patriots coach. I mean, like, that ah, doesn't feel right, Bruh. No. If Steve like Belichick becomes the Patriot, the I new Patriots like head coach, um, um, if he doesn't become the new Patriots head coach at some point, I don't even know what I don't even know what we're doing. You know yeah, I feel like I feel like he has to become the next head coach. It's like his it's like his birthright, you know. 
Yeah, I don't know. Belichick owns Sorry, that. Sorry, Rob too. fucked me up. <laughs> I read his comment. Wow. I was totally thrown off. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, you I, I'm you had, reading that too. And I'm, you said you had one controversial take. So everybody wants to kill Jimmy G for that final interception? Yes. It was and dog shit. There was, listen, there was many times during that game where, oh no, Garoppolo showed his face. And you're like, and you go, and, or as Adam Shine, the great Adam Shine puts it, Jesus, Jimmy. Like, <laughs> just like like you're scolding a child. Like every time Garoppolo <laughs> lets it go, Jesus, Jimmy, what are you doing? Which is what I assume Kyle Shanahan saying, and I assume John Lynch is saying, and I assume Debo Samuel is saying. Yeah. I mean, there Poor is a, Debo. There is there is a lot of things that have happened. Uh, that isn't actually a fantastic stat if it's true, Nick. Uh, Shanahan has been outscored fifty three to nothing in the fourth quarter of his last three playoff losses. That sucks. That's a bad hit. I mean, granted, Jimmy Garoppolo has been his quarterback for those three. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo will probably not be his quarterback in his next playoff loss. No, they put him on the trading block today. Yeah, like I said, he probably will not be the quarterback. So I'm um, would not be surprised with Jimmy Garoppolo on the Col- in, on the Colts. No, don't fucking say that. <laughs> no, we. Are- I'll, I'd rather I'll, I'll, I'll ride with fucking his Wentz. Face, his no, face. You don't. You'd rather have. Oh my god! No, his face. That. Was, he was so mad. He legitimately got so dude, fucking yeah, mad. Yeah, don't even fucking dude. hint like that. I don't even want that. <laughs> dude, <laughs> Garoppolo, Garoppolo, uh, but with Reich would probably put him in like a, a good. That a was good a, spot. that was the most honest reaction I've seen out of Paul on the show in we, like two years. We all know where Garoppolo. No, going. <laughs> we know where he's going already. You know where he's going. Ooh, Tampa? He's going to Tampa. Garoppolo is? For sure. Ooh, he's going to try and go fill his little it's, lose it's just never, ex-boyfriend it's shoes. The, no, they hate each other. Um, yeah, right. Garoppolo secretly wants to suck Brady's ass. We all know it. He's probably just... Suck his ass? <laughs> yeah. Nah, Bra- Garoppolo wants to suck that fucking big-titted porn star's ass that he's already probably did. Uh, I don't like Garoppolo. Yeah, Asia, so. Asia? No. I have no idea who that was. Some chick with AIDS. Anyway, now <laughs> She does... <laughs> All right. While that clears the air, <laughs> I, that was not what I was expecting to say. Here's my controversial take. Oh wait, I didn't even get to mine. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Keep no, laughing. I didn't even get to mine. Oh, you can go. My controversial take in this whole thing was, it was what third and thirteen. You've got Aaron Donald wrestling you to the ground, you know, like some crazed meth head gator wrestler, and. Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting there going, all right, great. I can take this sack, and it's like fourth and 19. Or I can throw it, hit my running back directly in the fucking hands, and maybe at least get into it with like a fourth and 10. And maybe we just got, you know, fourth and never, not like 12 miles, just maybe only five. And instead, his running back just like, doop, and it's like, I'm playing volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> was just, this the last, like, weird, like, left-handed eh, yeah. throw that he made? And yeah. he hits his, I mean, granted, don't get me wrong, the throw came, it was you know, a little sauce on it. It was a little bit, it was a little Mike Vicky, okay? <laughs> you know, short range, high velocity, no touch. Yeah. That kind of thing. But what, like, what the fuck, like, listen, I know everybody wants to kill Garoppolo for this game, and they, especially on that last pass, but that was not his fault. He hit his guy in the hands. At the worst, just knock it down. If you think you're going to get snuffed, knock it down. Yeah. I mean, just but it's third and 12. You're getting sacked. It's going to be fourth and 20. I get what Garoppolo was trying to do because Garoppolo's knowing, like, all right, fourth and 20, we, we basically got no chance. 
Fourth and ten. I mean, listen, we can hit Debo on a slant for 11, 12. Maybe he takes right. it to the house. You never know. I don't know. Maybe something else is going to happen. All he had to do was hit the receiver in the hands. He did. And the receiver couldn't corral it. So while Jimmy gets a bad rap for this game, as he should, he did not play well. And listen, I will say this. I don't think you'll ever win a championship with Jimmy Garoppolo as your starter. I just don't think he's that guy. I, I just he's just he's like Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, good, but he'll never get you there. And then the other, the other, the other last. Oh, I'll let you do that. that was my hot take. I don't want to steal yours, just in case we have the same. We're sharing a brain here because I think we might be. Maybe I saw a lot of Bay reporters after the game say, way back if you go all the way back to last year. Mm-hmm. If the 49ers draft Mac Jones at three. Hmm. And you compare their stats side by side. Mac Jones comparably did better than Jimmy Garoppolo in the same situation. Hmm. Hmm. So people are saying, if you have Mac Jones, who is very accurate, maybe you don't have a lot of those problems because Jimmy, Jimmy G had a lot of problems accuracy-wise in that game in the last game. Hmm. Sometimes I would text Joey and be like, what the fuck was that? And it was like 30 yards over everybody. The, the, the safety's like looking around like, did someone pass me? And the, this is nobody back there. <laughs> well, just go back to the Super Bowl with Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is like, I mean, dog, I'm fast, but damn. Not that fast. But it was just like, and it, brought, it made me think, and I was like, maybe. I mean, if they went back and they said, you know, everyone said Mac was pro-ready right now. He could come in and start, as we all saw. If they didn't go with Trey, who has the higher upside, if they went with Mac, do they make the Super Bowl? Mm. Tough to say, because that defense did it amazing. The Niners defense is incredible. The, that trio, Warner, we talked love. about. We we talked about the trio of linebackers last week. It's the best I've seen since 2005 when the Broncos had Ian Gold, DJ Williams, and Al Wilson. Uh, it, it's it's the best I've seen since the Legion of Boom. Even like with, with you know with, with those guys, it's that that's a tough call because I don't know because I because I think we did lay out actually there was there was one of like the four three or four places that Mac Jones could have gone and it was he was rumored to go three overall for yeah, months one of the places weeks. that he could have gone oh, that shit. where he would have flourished and been and been what is every bit as good as he could have been Shanahan was San Francisco Niners would have been good yeah New England and what was the I think we had like we we said Kansas City obviously knowing he wasn't going to Kansas City they weren't taking the quarterback but we we thought like okay Andy Reid we're looking at coaching like all right who could coach no this we guy only out? said we only said two we said Shanahan or Belichick and that was pretty much it they said if he goes anywhere else he's fine I think we went with three just for round like top three. maybe oh maybe Indy if he fell that far Indy no I don't think we even had Indy on there I'm thinking of the good the roster but I think Indy was more of a veteran quarterback away than they were a rookie quarterback yeah. away but yeah you're right okay so anyway yeah, we, we won't like, we won't sit here and, yeah. we won't sit here and lament on what we could have said. 10 yes, months, 11 yes, yes, months yes. ago. Um, but nonetheless, my other kind of take from this one was, are we going to blame the safety who dropped the gift that Matt Stafford threw in his hands as well? Absolutely I not. Mean, no, uh, because nine minutes left in the game. Nine minutes. That's a long time in the NFL. Yeah. That's yeah, a long time. Right, but you get nine minutes. You get, nine minutes, you get that ball Brr. back. That's great field position. You're already in field goal range, I believe, at that point. Dude, you're going to have faith for Jimmy to drive you 40, 50 yards because Jimmy couldn't do 10. But that was 17 to 7. They, he throws that. He drops that interception. The very next play, Odell gets that to, that reverse toe tap. Sure. He'll call it a heel tap a on heel the sideline. Yeah. Plus the 15. Sure. Now the Rams yeah, are that's moving. Right. 
that's a big play in a big spot. You take that away, the Rams might not score. And now 17 to 7, at the least you've taken two minutes off the clock. It it felt that like... was a big, big, big time drop. And I'm not trying to sure. shit on the kid. Uh what was it? Uh, I don't Quant- remember. Contavious Brown, Quanti Brown. Couldn't Quanti Brown. <laughs> I forget. It's uh, it's something with a K and a canary, something like that. I forget. Canary crackhead. Um but nonetheless, he that was a big that was a big time fucking Sure, it was, it was right, in, right, in, right in the breadbasket, and yeah. he dropped it. Oh, it was, was big. It was but a big to me, play. I was like, you know what? There was a lot of time off the You're clock. right. There was it a l- felt like the Rams were going to make a comeback anyway. You're, there was a lot of time, but, man, that could have been one of those just kind of backbreakers where, like, if you're Matt Stafford, now all of a sudden you're like, oh, no. Like, yeah. I've done it. I also, fucked us. Like, yeah. Because even with nine minutes, I still feel like the fastest five minutes in football is from like nine to four minutes. Like that that, that Dude, middle chunk of the clock. It just goes, right. It flies. It goes so fast. You're like, oh fuck! It's like coming down to like two minute warning. Like, right. All of a sudden, it's almost over. All, like, all of a sudden, like the team's punting, and you're like, all right, they're punting. What do we got? Seven, eight minutes left. You're like, oh fuck, three. three. Yeah. You're like, what Whoa, the fuck? Like, yeah. when the hell did this happen? I feel like the fastest five minutes in football is that nine to four minute mark. Also, Sean McVay. Sean McVay, I don't know what the fuck he looks at for for challenges. Sean McVay had arguably the worst coaching performance of his professional career he on Sunday. He shook with Shanahan. And yeah, he, you could tell. He got bailed the fuck out by Matt Stafford. His team. And Aaron Donald. Because that was one of the worst no coaching doubt. performances I've ever seen from Sean McVay. And I think he'll be the first one to tell you that. Again, I don't know if it was just because Shanny was in his head. It is. And, like, Shanahan's just, like, the big brother. But God help. God help the Rams if Shanahan gets a quarterback. If Shanahan gets a quarterback in they, San Fran, they, they are they gonna they are going to run that division for the next decade. They think they have it in, in Trey. Trey's young, young. I young. don't. I'm not buying into Trey Lance yet. I don't think Trey Lance is the guy. But could you imagine if somehow, some way, some just by some fucking stroke of miracle? No. The Niners landed A Rod. No, I knew exactly what you said. If some miracle, I was like, this and A Rod no went to where he wanted to go his entire career anyway, and he's all giddy with excitement. He he's would just, like, I, yeah, I, 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 not be excited. I, I, I think he would, I think he would go like three seasons undefeated. Like they wouldn't even lose a game. A Rod, we would just see another A Rod, like just on a different level. Yeah, but he's like, he's in the I don't give a shit mode. He'd go that he would win four He would win four Super Bowls just to make sure he at least tied Joe Montana. He'd pass him and he'd be like, look, man, I won you four out of four Super Bowls. You could have had this for the last 15 years. Don't ask. And then Alex Smith is just like, dude, what did I even do to you? Like, why? Alex Smith is like, I almost yeah. died. I, 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 Okay, cool. You're better than me. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't like care. Still healing. Jesus. I get it. He's still Damn. Right. Oh. Like, I didn't realize you were this mad. Yeah, um, yeah. 774-992-8702. We're going to wrap it up here in a few minutes. Uh, but before we do that, let's... All right, so let's do, let's do the B flow thing real quick. B flow, because this is this is about as juicy as a juicy story gets right Racism now. Racism and shit. Yeah, this is, this is what four p.m., five p.m. today. This broke like hours, not even just like a couple hours before we came on the show. Yeah, I was having conversations with a couple of my football confidants via telephone. We actually called each other to talk about this because it was that important. Old and yet we right because we were like, no, this is too much to talk about through text. We yeah. got to call each other. And I was talking to a couple, and the first question that was posed was, 
what the fuck is Brian Flores thinking? <laughs> Does he not want to work in the NFL ever again? I still because this know is how you don't work in the NFL ever Dude, again. I'll take it back right now. What's he doing, Austin, Matt? I still I didn't get all the facts. Sean, you hear you, about you read, it? You read most of the shit. I'll let Sean break it down. I yeah. read I read a lot of the the document, and actually I was talking to Joe. I was like. I don't know if you're reading this because the first thing that came out was he's suing the NFL over the Giants hiring practices. And then they posted the whole, um, com- like, not complaint, but they posted the whole, like, affidavit, uh, affidavit or, uh, online. D- uh, deposition. Yeah. The, the transcripts. I'm on page five of just, like, skimming through it. And all of a sudden I see, like, you know, the Dolphins stuff. And I'm like, an affidavit. Whatever. Uh, I-, I see, like, page five or page six. And I'm like, legal terms. I'm like, I'm like, are you seeing this shit? Because I'm like, this is really damning to the Dolphins. Like, the Dolphins could be some serious shit here. Yeah, they would tell him to throw games and shit. Yeah, like, so what was your question before I go into, like, great detail? So so I want to know, all right, so Brian Flores is pissed off that he didn't get the head coaching job at the Giants because, hold on, Belichick already knew. Everybody already knew that he wasn't going to get it for whatever reason. Yes. So he was the last one to find out that he wasn't getting it for X whatever reason, so, and now he's just ousting. No, no, Flores is saying, like, and he came out and said it in, in like a statement after this all came out. He says he was too good and waited too long to be looked over because of racist practices in the NFL that go unlooked. And first things first, Belichick fucking first. I want to tell this fucking hilarious <laughs> Belichick story. Belichick, this is fucking great. Belichick is either you think he's a genius or he's an idiot with technology. There's no. It's it's very polarizing. He has Brian in his phone. Not not Brian Dayball, not Brian Flores, just Brian, and he just texts, "Congrats on the job." Like I, I heard Buffalo and and um, the the Giants want you. Like congrats on getting the job, and and Flores goes, "Thanks, coach." Like by the way, you know this is Brian Flores, my right? By the way, I haven't week. had my interview yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like I'm interviewing next Thursday. Like, what do you hear? And Belichick's like. I'm going to keep it real with you. I fucked all this up. Fuck. I thought this was Brian Dayball. My bad. Yeah. And that's essentially what the text message says. And and he goes from thanks, coach, to thanks, Bill, real fast. Yeah. So he just goes like, oh, they've already had their coach. They're just bringing me in for a number. So right. first of all. Because they had to satisfy the Rooney rule. They had right. already satisfied it. Oh. But it's still a bad look because they were just bringing him in because they said, oh, no, you have. They told him he has a legitimate shot to land the job. When that was completely okay, full, but that's full, that's full shit. Uh, that that might not be totally full of shit because a they if he goes in there and blows the door off him and the it doors off in the interview, they might sit there and you know what they could rescind there. They, right. they, there's no official what? offer yet. You're hearing Brian Dayball's got the job, no, which no, he no, did. No. no, and and the and the thing it's more. It says that it was already agreed upon like verbally between Dayball and the Giants. Right, but you you kind of so from what I've gathered in how head coaches get hired. Yes. You part of the interview process is a number, a years, and a and a, and a dollar number that is like okay, if we were to hire you, what would it? So there could have been like a. We're gonna nod. Yeah, we're okay. We're gonna nod. Like we already know what you're what you're what you're asking. We already agreed that we're gonna pay you that. We're still going to interview other people because, who knows, maybe Brian Flores comes in, blows the doors off of us in this interview, and asks for $10 million less. And in which case, we reserve, we reserve the right to rescind this right. offer that we officially haven't made yet, I guess. So, 
bad business practice, but not bad business practice, if you know what I mean. Right. Then then the Miami stuff really opens my eyes when he says the owner, Stephen Ross, mm. brings him in privately. This and says, is the shit that I'm more yeah. in, interested to yeah. see how this turns out. And then out. there's one small Denver nugget, but that's like a throwaway thing to me. It's just hilarious. Because it just it was just like, you can't prove that. That's hearsay, and that's just... It's a one-off. No one was recording anything. Um, the the Miami stuff. Stephen Ross brings him to have like a private meeting, like on a boat or on a yacht, yacht, whatever it is. It's no, a yacht. the yacht is twice. The yacht's one for Brady, and the other is for this. So uh, Ross brings him in and says, "Hey, I need you to start losing the rest of these games. Every game you lose and purposely lose and throw, I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars." And Flores says, N-. "Flores, forward thing is being like, if I start losing these games, they're going to just fucking fire me." Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be looked at as a joke, and my career is going to be over. Right, so, I'll, so right. he says I'm not doing that. And then wins enough games for Miami to get the fifth pick in the draft that year. So, fucking infuriated Greer, the general manager, and Ross. So they <laughs> so they hated him from that day. Right. The off season of 2020, it's an unknown free agent available quarterback was available, and they brought in. And this was already ousted already because a Miami, a local Miami radio team said. They had intelligence, and they said this two years ago, that Brady was flown out to meet with Ross in Miami. But it was before the, the, the agreement of, like, tampering. But Brady was already gone anyway. But it was before the legal tampering period. Right. It was even yeah, so that. this would still be considered tampering. So right. they asked the Flores to meet him, and Flores was like, yeah, sure, I'll go meet you. And um, Ross says to him, and he says verbatim, like, oh, I'm, I'm having a quarterback come in so you guys can sit together and talk. And Flores is like, I'm not talking to him. Like, this is before the tampering period. We're going to get fucked. Like, I'm, I'm out of here. Right. And he left, and Ross was pissed. So Ross had the meeting personally with Brady, essentially, himself. What Flores had done, if you take away – I'll get to the Gi- the Denver stuff in a minute. If you take away the Giants stuff, if you take away the Denver stuff, what he essentially had done is said the, the, the Dolphins have shown a history of trying to cheat the system – to gain some kind of popularity or momentum or whatever like that. Like, they they did tampering legally. They, they flew guys in. And you can have all this trace because you can just go get records of it, all this stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and essentially, you're paying for a team to throw games. You're, an owner's paying a team to throw games, which is crazy wrong and crazy illegal in every handbook for every team in any sport ever. I mean, Pete right. Rose got barred from the Baseball Hall of Fame for less. Right. Essentially, Miami could get some kind of insane penalty where they could get like millions of dollars in fines. We could be talking about a death penalty for Miami the likes of which the NCAA would blush. They could they could suspend (laughs) Ross for like a year or two or even more or like a permanent ban. They could they could force him to sell the team. If if the media gets like and again I've had this argument with several people online now who don't understand the NFL. They're like it's going to court. You need the court. Like no you do not need the fucking court system. If if 31 other owners and Roger Goodell say you need to sell the the team that is that's the, court. the that's the only court that's that it. matters. Right. That's the only thing that yeah. matters. You do not need the court. People are like Thousand oh, percent people, right. people are like you need the court to prove it. No, the Patriots, the Saints, the Jets, all those cases have never. It just comes on media and it comes on how. Wait, the, do they not remember how the Clippers got sold? Uh, yes, I, I don't understand why people don't understand <laughs> this. People are just like, well, you know, the courts are gonna, gonna obviously prove it as just hearsay. And I'm like. They don't care about the fucking court. Right. It's about public perception in the media. If the media is loud enough and creates enough of a stir, the NFL says, we got to do something. We're going to have to kill you and, off. And it doesn't matter what the court says. If the NFL deems that your if your actions are brought to light and the NFL deems that, holy shit, we've got an owner bribing a coach to throw games. A to black get a, coach on top of to it, get which is very better, important. To get a better draft pick. Holy 
fuck, we've got a team in Vegas. We've got Caesar Sportsbook and, you know, advertising with us. All the shit we talked about earlier. Right, right, right. Now you want to tell me that you got owners telling guys to throw games? Right. This is a huge blow to the NFL for the credibility of the league. Every call, every Dang whistle, yep. every play, every, you know, questionable coaching yeah, decision. No integrity. It's going to just be completely undermined. Potentially $700,000 he would have received because it was seven games left. Dude, I would have kept there, my integrity dude, intact and said, fuck him, too. Dude, I, there are people I on think. Twitter. People on Twitter have been like, yo, this guy's hurt. He can't play this week. <laughs> like, for $100,000 a week, yeah, like, for, this guy's but, dead. But at what point, it, what, what, was his, what was his contract as a coach? They would have fired him. No, no, no. But what was his What he already earned at that point? Oh, he has, he's a weak coach. Like, they don't state coaches' salaries. No, but, but if, you, but but if you're a new I'm coach, assuming, it's like a million or two. A million or two a year. Top. So, so he probably he probably Almost double his salary. Three, four, three, four million. At that point, as a coach, and he probably earned a couple, you know, some some pretty good bucks. But you've got to know, in that circle of coaches and owners, if Stephen Ross buys you off and says, throw these games, you do. What other owner in the NFL is going to hire you at that point? Exactly. Right. Because not only, okay, cool, you did the owner's bidding. You're fucking weak. Mm-hmm. You bent over and... You sacrificed your integrity and potentially your career for seven hundred grand. Right. That's all it was worth to you. All right. Okay. Yeah. Next. Yep. And he and that ruins his Actually, career. Actually, you know what? I'm going to bring you in to satisfy my Rooney Rule quota. Mm-hmm. And then, not to forget the Denver thing. It was yes. Meeting, this was hilarious. This was a meeting at a uh, the Providence Hotel, which is directly across from the Providence Place Mall. Everyone knows the hotel. It's a very nice hotel. The Denver Broncos uh, front office was going to meet him there at 7.30 a.m., fucking very early, and Flores said that he felt they were intoxicated and disheveled the whole meeting. But Denver came out and said, we brought tons of work with him. We had an extensive, like, background search on him. Like, we knew everything he was going to do. We had all these questions for him. If he thinks we're alcoholics, he thinks we're alcoholics, but, like, we weren't drunk. You know what? But that's like a throwaway one. Like, that one means absolutely nothing to me because you're like, well, John Elway's an alcoholic, and John Elway's probably like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. I was drinking. Booze, Do you have any idea brother? how bad my knees hurt on a daily basis? It's seven thirty a.m. The fucking cloud went over the sun. My knees are killing me. I'm right. disheveled at seven thirty a.m. and I've already been up for like an hour and a half. It sucks. Mm. That's just remember, the way it is. I don't remember the last time I was awake at 7.30 a.m. Fuck you. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. It's every day on my way home from work. But oh, you know, I'm on my I'm on the other end of that shit. So. Usually, still, yeah. You know, it's still yeah. what I mean. I mean, like, that to me was like, and everyone's like, oh, that's damn thing. I'm like, no. Like, no one cares if John Elway is drinking don't at 7 a.m. Fly and fuck I don't about give a the, shit. The Broncos aren't going to be implicated in anything in that. I mean, and on top of it, if the anything, Broncos just had a black coach recently. If, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, they and, did. That, that's very important. on the screen. Sorry. Sergio Dip. Poor bastard. And then on this, the day of 9-11, I get made fun of for being retarded. Like, well, and why that, is this guy Russian now? You're like, well, that's kind of how that works, Serge. Yeah. All right? All right, bro? Serge. Okay. So, uh, but no, that the whole the whole Denver thing was fucking hilarious. The only the only reason I could see that being potentially a a big deal down the road is because Elway is involved with a group that is potentially trying to buy the Broncos. Which, go ahead. I'm sorry. Could just I'm just saying it could be a black eye on that ownership group. Went on sale today, and the asking price was brought up by Darren Ravel, of course, because he's always involved in this shit. He said the the first number begins with a four. I was say four point one, I think. 
well, they're going to ask for at least four billion. Yeah, I think four point one was like the the general asking price. Again, that does that does not sound like a lot. I mean, four billion obviously is a lot of money. Four billion does not sound like a lot for an NFL franchise that's been around for ages. Yeah. Since the 60s. I mean, that's kind of a lot of fucking but money. No, it's not. No, it's but not. When you, when, when you factor in the fa- when you think about that Pat Boland bought that team for what? $180 million? Yes. Yeah. And it's now worth $4 billion? Yeah, true. I oh. mean, the growth, obviously. Sheesh. Oh. Great investment. Here's, here's just weird things. Disney bought Marvel, the vault for Marvel, for $4 billion. Disney has earned over a trillion dollars in revenue since yeah. doing that. Yeah. A trillion yeah. for just buying Marvel. Like, that's nothing to big people. That, and like, this that, is, that's like an investment And this is the why future. the NFL right. is going to have to eventually break into the Chinese market because they they need more people. Imagine if Denver sold to the Chinese market and you'd have to come in here wearing, wearing like the red flag behind you and shit like that. I would come in with, I mean, I'd probably come in with the hammer and sickle on my chest and... John Sheena. <laughs> Show that video. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be Joey Jai Fats yes. now, like with an XI. Joey Jai Fats. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm uh, now Joey Jai Fats. Joey Jai Ping. LeBron James is now my new favorite person, not yeah. just basketball player. <laughs> me, oh, Steve, me, him, Steve Kerr. It would never Bob happen. Popovich, but that we, would all, be, we are, we're all gonna be palling around. That'd now. be very, very, very funny. Four point one bill, huh? Four point one billion, dude. That, think about that. That's for the one starting second. price. Yeah, that I'm. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that's why Peyton Manning kind of laughed at everybody when they were like, well, you should buy the Broncos. And he's like, <laughs> with what money? He's like me and right. 18 other millionaires. He's like, listen, dude. He's like, I, I love where your head's at. I love where you like, Not, Yeah. But no. no. That, like, he's like, I don't have $4 they, billion dollars laying around. Are they going to the give me a hometown discount? Seriously. Are they going to give me a discount on the team? Because this is goddamn fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But that's why you've got, there's two ownership groups. One that features Peyton Manning. One that features John Elway. I would love for Matt and Trey to get in on, on no this. Way. On this, the eve of the 25th season of South Park, oh, by yeah, the way. There's right. no way. I don't think there's any way. They just bought Casa Bonita, and that's pretty big. That's a pretty big deal for them. Dude, so that's oh, that's a real thing. Casa Bonita is a real restaurant in yeah. Denver. Yeah. Oh. And it was it was, uh, was it went out of business. Oh. It went out of business, and uh, it was they were gonna it was gonna be gone forever. And Matt and Trey bought they, it. They bought to it for revive the jokes. It. Hmm. Just, just for the no, just no, for the jokes. No, they bought it to revive it because they were like, well, no, we loved going there as kids, and we thought it was awesome, so we bought it so we can revive it. And they're gonna huh. just fuck with it and just make jokes about it all the time too. <laughs> It's fucking brilliant. They're probably, they're probably gonna make fun of the old one, like oh, those guys are cracking. I mean, yeah, I know. Right? I am one hundred and ten percent going to Casa Bonita next time I go to Denver. Yeah, Casa if I'm Bonita. ever in town, I would. Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. Yeah. And then, and then, lastly, before we get off, can we please talk about how my hero is gone? All right. Yeah. So let's spin this coaching carousel real quick. I'm so happy. Josh McDaniels going to the Raiders was the second. Most happy. That was the second happiest I've been in terms of a coach being hired this offseason. Same. The only thing that made me happier was Nathaniel Hackett being hired by the Denver Broncos, who, if you don't know who Nathaniel Hackett is, he was the Packers offensive coordinator. Okay. He was the offensive coordinator under Doug Marone. Um, uh, yeah, under Doug Marone mm-hmm. in Jacksonville mm-hmm. when Blake Bortles was good. When Blake Bortles looked like he knew how to complete a forward pass, that was Nathaniel Hackett. All right. He was the quarterback's coach for, for, Blake Bortles when uh, Blake threw 35 touchdowns that one year in, in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been an OC at Syracuse. He's been around. Nate has been around, bro. This is the guy that Denver has needed. This is the guy we've been searching for. Lo- look, I loved Vic as a defensive mind. 
He was a great guy, a player's coach. The players really loved him. He was never going to win us a Super Bowl. That being said, Nathaniel Hackett coming to Denver made me so happy. I think I said it on this show. Uh, I think it was just you and I that was a couple weeks ago. And I said my dream scenario was Nathaniel Hackett, head coach, uh, Zimmer, the Vikings head coach. He wants to go to OC? No, 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 as a defensive coordinator. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. And then we brought in either the Packers uh, and then the Packers quarterback's coach as offense coordinator, but that's ship sale because he's now been promoted to the Packers OC. I mean, <clears throat> it, it just screams to me that this all makes sense for it to be just just prepping for Rodgers. Also, you have the caveat of now Aaron Rodgers can come to an offense that he already knows yep. inside and out. Young he's gonna get, offense. He's going to get a great offensive line. He's got a Pro Bowl running back in Javante Williams. He's got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler coming back. No offense. Probably Devontae Adams and with them. Denver definitely right. has the cap space to absorb Devontae Adams if they so wanted him, which mm-hmm. not thrilled with that idea. Why not? Because I really just don't feel like you need to spend that much money. You know me and wide receivers. I know. It's just I know. something I don't value that much. You're making your quarterback but, happy. <clears throat> but well, my point was this, is if, say, you do get Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams coming over gives him that security blanket for those first six, seven weeks yep. where we usually see those, like, growing pains Pickups. for, you know, guys get you know getting on the same page. For sure. He gives him that security blanket, so we could just roll. Just roll. Absolutely. Roll, roll, roll. So... Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers seems like it. It seems yeah. like it's. It seems like it's gonna. Ha- it almost happened last year. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers said it was either San Fran or Denver. Last year, it was Denver. It screamed Denver. It's probably gonna be Denver this year, mm-hmm. and they're probably gonna grab Devontae Adams. And the Denver Broncos are gonna go sixteen and one in the regular season, and they're gonna win the Super Bowl next year. 16 and 1. No hiccups. No hiccups whatsoever. He's like, this nope, is, is going to be the Brady Tampa year. Comes right in and wins all. I think they'll fuck up like week two. You know, it'll be like week two on the road, like at San Diego or, or the Chargers or whatever. Right, some divisional game. And it'll just be like some bullshit thing. Like, Aaron, like, they're, you know, they have one of those games. And then Aaron Rodgers will just steamroll for the rest of the year. And they'll rip off 15 straight or 18 at that point. Because they'll win the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, no, I got where you're going with that. I'm just ignoring you. So that'll be that'll be nice. And then the second happiest I've been in terms of coaching hire is Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. Mother of fucking God. This I swear to God, dude, this has been the greatest week of ever to be me. The the Broncos hire the guy I wanted for head a head coach. The Chiefs lose the AFC championship game. Tom Brady retires. And then the Raiders just put a little cherry on top, and they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to hire Josh McDaniels as our next head coach. Like, oh, my God. My cup runneth over. How how fortunate. Like, the only thing that would be better is if LeBron and AD both came out, and they were like, uh, we've both been granted a completely clean bill of health, and, um, it's yeah. Over. It's over. It's over. And we're like, oh, and by the way, we traded uh, – we traded Russell Westbrook for a bag of cotton candy and Rajon Rondo. Oh, 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 great. Cool. So we're winning the championship is what you're saying. Ah, uh, yeah, by a mile. Sweet, dude. Awesome. That's about that's about the only way this week could fucking get better for me. Yeah. That's it. Because Josh McDaniels going to the Raiders, and I went on on uh, the, the, the Raiders Reddit forum. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What a bastion of comedy gold. 
unbelievable. These people, these Raiders fans are, are doing... I mean, you want to talk about mental gymnastics. Yes. You should read. You want to have a fucking hoot? Go on our Raiders and just read the shit about the Josh McDaniels hire that these people are posting. Well, you know, he, he only came here because he wanted Derek Carr because, you know, now think about how good our offense is going to be and we're going to be able to run more play action with Josh McDaniels. And here's this article from 2007 how Josh McDaniels was actually the main brainchild behind the offense in 07 with Brady and Moss. And, oh, my God, we're getting that. I'm like, have you guys completely fucking forgot that this man had a head coaching job in Denver he was horrid. He got fired for cheating. Literally got fired because he was taping the 49ers fucking practice <laughs> in Wembley Stadium. Went back, went to the Rams, got fired, went back to the Patriots. Did great. Did great. Did what he Under did. Brady. Then he went and got hired by the Colts. And they were like, we've hired Josh McDaniels. And he was like, they've hired Josh McDaniels. I'm going to be a Colt. Eight hours later. Uh, just kidding. Never mind. It's, it's like, but Josh, we've already inked your entire staff. Like, uh, your boy Eberflus mm-hmm. that went to the, the Bears to be the head yeah. coach, that was a Josh McDaniels hire. He was supposed to be under Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels brought him in right. to be his defensive coordinator. Frank Reich was just like, yeah, man. Good. Well, and, right. and the Colts did the right thing. They were like, well, we're going to honor the contracts of all the guys that are here. We'll bring a head coach in that can work with everybody. Right. Frank Reich happened to be the guy. And, the Colts are obviously better for it because, goddamn, dude, I have a feeling like I just I pray to God, pray to God that Josh McDaniels gets in the building in Vegas and he's like, "All right, first order of business, let's trade away Darren Waller and Derek Carr. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need, let's see, ooh, Case Keenum. Ah, no, no, no. You know what? Kirk Cousins will be fine. I was going to say Kirk Cousins we'll, available. We'll, we'll take Kirk Cousins, and uh, in return for Darren Waller, I will take, um, I don't know, name me your whitest tight end. Actually, Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. G's going to be available, and he knows Jimmy G. He does. Um, let me just go on this mild, mild ramp. Go right ahead, sir. I can't believe what a two-faced bastard Josh McDaniels is. Right? Because wait, for wait, years, <laughs> for years, he said while Brady was here and he came back, like, he wanted to focus. He wanted to go to a team with a steady um, – I can't remember the exact words, but like a stable front office was the exact terms. <clears throat> and then he wanted to coach up a young quarterback as his as his next guy. He leaves New England where he finally gets a young quarterback, someone that he helped pick. He picked Mac Jones, and he's like, yeah, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be good. You have that guy. You have a stable front office. Belichick – Closer to the end in the beginning, like he's not got that much longer, you're likely going to inherit the team if you still stay here. And Josh is like, I'm going to head to a team where the owner is might be Chucky, and the the, the quarterback... He definitely I, wears the door of the Explorer backpack. The quarterback, I'm going to hate his guts, and he's going to leave, and he's old already. Backpack. He's older already. Backpack. Completely 180 is everything he's ever asked for. We're going to get the audio for that next And time. then he goes to a division where he has to face Mahomes twice, Herbert twice, and possibly Aaron Rodgers twice a year. With that team, he is going to fucking blow. Yeah. And then he's going to be back in New England in three years, and Belichick's going to be like, All right, I'm washing up now. And he's going to be our coach, and then I'm going to blow my brains out. Because <laughs> I can already see this three years in the future. Fuck. First of all, day one, when they, when they hired Josh McDaniels, 
Waller, Josh Jacobs, and I think an offensive lineman of, of the Raiders tweeted out like they were upset. Like emojis of like, okay. They, they wanted Basaccia. They, they wanted him. They wanted the guy who had like rallied them, got them to the playoffs, was ballsy enough to make that call against, against the Chargers. And I'm not going to lie, I definitely would, would have been completely fu- excuse me, fine with the Raiders keeping Basaccia on board as the head coach. I thought that was totally the wrong move yeah, yeah. for the franchise. I was completely fine with that. I was like... When the Raiders made the playoffs, I was like, perfect. Because that's just good enough for them to have to keep Basaccia on. And I don't think he's ready to be a head coach yet. I think he's a great coach. Phenomenal. I mean, everything I've read about this guy is just, he is unbelievable. And he will get, he will get his due in in, In time. time. He's like an Arians. Yeah. But he is one of those guys that guys will run through a wall for. And I appreciate him as a coach. But I was also sitting there going, great. This is perfect. you got Derek Carr in the last year of his contract. Basachi is going to come in. He's got no GM, no defense. they got shit players all over the place. And they're going to go out there, and it's just going to it's gonna blow up in their face. No fault of Basachi's, but it's just it's a bad situation. And maybe, in you know, looking back at it in hindsight, Rich Basachi is going to go, thank God I didn't get this job. Thank God I was not hired for this because it would have submarined my whole career going forward. That being said, Josh McDaniels to Oakland. Oh, my God. I will say, I am very upset about losing Ziegler. He is a phenomenal college assessor for, for players. Like, the guys that he's yes. wanted I cannot, have been incredible. I cannot, I cannot wait for him to misassess every single person he drafts, just like everybody else who's left the Patriots. Oh it's like, God. they're all great in New England for whatever reason. Then they go out on their own. I mean, I think, like, Scott Pioli was probably the only guy that did, like, a reasonably good job. No, um, Dimitrioff, when he went to Atlanta before he was fired. He had, he put together that 16 team basically all himself besides mm. uh, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. I mean, he put together a lot of that team, and then they fired him like a year later. Yeah, no, he had some decent success. But again, one-year flare-ups. I mean, it's easy to build a team. No, I'm not going to say, hold on, let me rephrase that. It's one thing to build a team that has one good year. It's another thing to build a team that's competitive year in, year out. Nobody has won a championship or um, nobody's won a Super Bowl. Only one has won a championship, and that was Dimitri off the NFC Championship. Nobody else has come close. No, no. And there's been like eight guys that have left the front office. And if you think but I like if, Ziegler, if you think listen, you can like them all you want, but if you think Ziegler and McDaniel's are the answer in Vegas, no, ain't happening, brother. Uh, and, and I know Durant ain't didn't call happening. in. I know Durant didn't call in, but Durant, if you were listening, I that is a shit hire. Yeah, his team's gonna be bad for at least the, the whole time he's there. I mean, he it look. The only reason why Denver wasn't set back a full decade by what McDaniel's did was because they hired Elway and Elway hired Fox and Elway got Peyton Manning. If Elway, if you don't bring in John Elway to mop up the mess that Josh McDaniel's left, if Elway hadn't been ready for that position at that time, mm-hmm. we, we, the Broncos would, would we be on 15 years now of garbage, garbage shit, dude, yeah. like whatever, like no, Biggest thing is McDaniel's. If, if not he, fifteen, but like eleven. Yeah, I know what you mean. But if McDaniel's ran like a run on on first down and the guy got zero <laughs> yards, he's like fuck it, punt. Like he just does like he does like another run up the middle, a swing pass. Swing pass has really pissed me off all year. Of like, there you go, HP toss, and the guy would get stuffed. Like, see, I love. I I was telling Paul, I want I want people to start running the the, the halfback toss more. That's one of my favorite plays Dude, in football. We got murdered this year. I know. You got to block it up right, though. That's the thing. Like, you do got to get him right. We had a good offensive line this year, and we still couldn't get it done. He he just... He... 
he gets it's away about from timing. Hands. It's about timing. I am very, I'm very okay. It was more than that. If we get Bill O'Brien back, I'm happy as a pig and shit. Yeah, you get Billy O'Brien. offense with Mac Jones. Sign me the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I listen. I, I won't be surprised if Josh McDaniels goes in there, and everybody's talking about how he. You know, one of the reasons why he went to uh, to Vegas. It because it was because he wanted Derek Carr, no. and I'm like, no, he wanted like oh, you wanted stability at the quarterback position. I'm like bullshit. You know why he went there? Because he knows he can trade Derek Carr and he can get something for him. And you know where Derek Carr would look great? Indy. Indy. That's what we keep saying. Yeah. You throw Derek Carr in Indy, dude. That's an AFC divisional round, AFC championship caliber team all day. Like when you got Derek to- Carr does not go down to Jacksonville and lose in week eighteen the way Listen, the, the, the Colts did. No, probably Listen, not. When you got Wentz last year, I laughed like right in your face on the air with you. I'm like I'm like your team's fucked. Yeah, I know. I was the only one that had any optimism. Nope. I and it not. looked like I was I was doing okay for a while there. Yeah. I, I said I said on air when you called me out, you're like, You were wrong. I'm like, fool's gold. I'm like, it's always fool's gold with, with Carson Wentz. It, I mean, we had a fucking 1,800-yard rusher. Of course we did fucking all right. You know what I mean? But, but he's, like, he's, like, talking to, like, a guy with special needs. He doesn't know he's special needs. He's like, but yeah. it, was, it, was, it was just fucking wild, though, watching Carson Wentz because you watched him play, and you looked at his numbers on paper, and you're like, how the fuck is this team not better? Yeah. And then you watch the games, and you're like, Oh. Yeah, he might have thrown for 300 yards and three touch. I mean, three touchdowns, but he also threw a left-handed five-yard interception. He was he was six, he was basically Kyle Ortoning it up, right? Yes, which yeah. great analogy. Get which get guess what Vegas? Get ready for. I don't know who Kyle Orton is now, but whoever he is, you're Kirk. getting him. Kurt Cousins, dude. They're gut. They're gutting Minnesota. Minnesota's gone. They're gutting uh, New Orleans. They're gutting Tampa. They're going to gut Oakland. I'm sorry, Vegas. Um, but what do they have to gut in Vegas, though? There's that's really nothing that's to a, gut. That's McDaniel's way. He's like, I don't like this guy. Oh, well, yeah. Josh he, oh, Jacobs yeah. put that tweet of that face. He's yeah. like, mm. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is probably gone. That'll be the first. So there it is. So well, it'll be Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs. Some instead of Brandon, instead 150 miles you know, It'll keep Waller around because team. Waller shut his mouth. But it was like when Cutler and Cutler and uh, and Brandon Marshall were like, Josh McDaniel, what the fuck? Joey sent me the Raiders like Reddit forum, and the like the third comment in was like someone's like, so is Ruggs gone forever? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. like is when he went to jail, is it like permanently, or he can he come back this season? Yeah. And I'm like, what? This uh, is the level. That's why I said go. I'm telling you, dude, go on the Raiders Reddit sub. Yeah. It is fucking. Gold. They hired. They hired. They hired Josh McDaniels, and this man's first thought was, "Can he help get Henry Ruggs out of prison?" <laughs> yeah, that I was his you. first thought. He's like, "Wait, so what could Henry Ruggs do in Josh McDaniels' offense?" He thinks well, he's an attorney. From prison, not much. No. He's like, he's Johnny Cochran. They're gonna get this man free. It's okay. unbelievable, dude. It's it's such a fucking wild, 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 uh, unbelievable that we thing, live yeah. in, and it's it's beautiful, and I love it. That being said, gentlemen, let's wrap it up. Let's take it out of here. We will see you all next Tuesday night, yeah. 8.30 p.m., same place, same time, right here live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. Make sure you go over to Row 1, Seat 1's Facebook page. Give us a like and a follow. If you liked what you saw here tonight, please give us a like and a share. We love, uh, we need it. It's, it's. I mean, look, look it's how we survive. Uh, we're going to try to get on Twitch and YouTube next week. We'll see what happens with that. I know we've been saying that for a while now, but I, I actually mean it this time. Let's do it. Uh, but until then, I am Joey Fats for Plizzy and Mr. Sean Bettencourt. This has been Row 1C1. We'll check you later. Mac Peace. Jones, the Pro Bowl. Peace.